What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on your on this YouTube channel. And welcome to Money, Money Mondays in the building. I got money. Woo! We back. We back. And it's all Jermaine's fault. Man, today we got a great show. We're going to talk about proof why women never really wanted to have equality. What they are actually looking for, and it's being exposed on a daily basis. Unfortunately, the monkey simpanzees cannot see it. Shout out to the monkey simpanzees. All right. Uh, mostly single mother raised men who actually are doing the bidding and giving the women what they really want, which is not equality. All right. We're going to tell you what they really want. And we're going to show you what proof of what they really want in the building. New, 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 new world All right. Uh, we got a great show. And we are also going to talk about we have two uh, stories that we want to talk about before that. We're going to talk about a death by simp situation. A young man loses his life again, trying to be the hero. <sighs> Don't you know that equality is in full effect? A young man loses his life trying to be the hero. And we got the Straggle and Sniggle Theater, all right? Episode uh, featuring a loud-mouthed black woman who got her ass arrested and thrown around and almost tased because she was being the straggle, all right? That's what happens there. And Sniggle did absolutely nothing. I'm tired of you Sniggles all right, out here. <laughs> All right, Straggling the Sniggle Theater coming up. All right, so we do have that. That's going to be a great show. Anyway, Death by Simp, Straggling Sniggle. All right, proof that women lie about equality. This is going to be a great show already, man. Hey, it is Monday. Do me a favor to let your voice be heard. Am I loud? Seems like I'm loud in my headphones. Anyway, pump up the volume in the building. Hey, um, uh, what, do you do? what are we doing? Oh, uh, to let your voice be heard here. Dollar Sign CGA Live on the Cash App. Also on Venmo, you can hit me up at CoachGregAdams.Venmo. Oh, actually, it's just Coach Greg Adams TV on Venmo. And then PayPal, of course, Haley wasn't here. Well, she was here all weekend, but uh, <laughs> all right. Anyway, she she's not here now to type in my, my PayPal uh, information. Anyway, shout out to the junior college. The junior college was Liddy, but uh, man... I had too much going on, man. I was actually out there smoking some ribs. Man, them ribs was good. All right. The brother almost caught heartburn out here. Mm. All right. I was tearing out so much ribs. If you follow me on Instagram, you see my Instagram stories. I showed you how I got the smoker out and attacked those ribs. All right. Pause. But anyway, I had my ribs going. We had the Raider game this weekend. Shout out to the Raiders. 2-0 and in the preseason. Shout out to the Raiders. All right. We 2-0, and oh, man. Hey, we going to the championship, preseason championship. Anyway, preseason Super Bowl. All right, anyway. Um, I was at the Raiders game, had a couple of Kayleys come through. I, I was done with women by the end. By Sunday, I was done with women. I was like, I can't even look at one seriously. All right, so anyway, where are we at? Um, Yeah, I couldn't even look at the Raiderettes. I was looking at the Raiderettes like... <laughs> Oh, man, the indifference to women, man. Women, y'all game is all messed up. All right, I know brothers are right here arguing right now whether the passport bros are legit, whether the game artists are dead, which they are. Hold on for a second. Sorry for the game, guys. You know what I mean? Y'all had y'all run. <laughs> all right, y'all had y'all run. I've been telling you about your demise for a long time. Nobody's buying your bullshit no more. All right, and y'all got, you got, you guys are creating new sectors of guys because you've exploited men uh for your own pocketbooks that's why you getting what you getting 
All right, so listen, whoever goes against game guys, I'm with y'all 100%. All right, because they, they're fraudulent individuals that need to be exposed. Yeah, uh, but anyway, uh, what are we doing? Oh, oh, let's do the earlier contributions to today's show. How about this? How about that? Let's do it outside. How about that? Shout out to, we'll call him Michael C. He says, Coach Dudes in the building. Thank you, man, for being here. All right. Uh, Albert Ingram says, there's a person on YouTube not going to say their name, says that uh, says that men like you are the problem in the community. <laughs> he says, telling black men not to, ma- not to get married, which is causing broken homes and dysfunction. <laughs> Hold on for a second. I mean, we already telling jokes here. This is very disingenuous and misleading for them to say. Okay. I don't know, man. Are we shuffling already this morning? I mean, don't, don't get me started on the community. I don't even want to shuffle until I get the straggle and sniggle. All right, hold on, sir. Hold on, let's shuffle. I can do some shuffling, too. Look out, man. What you going to do? Look out, boys. It's coming through. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I mean, if you look at the statistics, all right, let me show you a quick statistics about that real quick, uh, because I got a statistic about that. We call it the statistics here. Uh, let's see here. Um, oh, here it is right here. All right. They saying I'm causing bro- I'm causing broken homes. <laughs> is that what they're saying? Or let me, let, let's just put this statistic up here real quick, because, you know, I come with the evidence. 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 Is your life living on evidence? Evidence, Frederick Casey Price. All right, shout out to Frederick Casey Price. RIP to him. Um, Here it is right here. The group most likely to divorce their spouse. I want you to listen. The group most likely to divorce their spouse amongst all racial disparities is black women. And then they say between the ages of 50 and 59. Hold up for a second. Yeah, but uh, I'm ruining. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm ruining the home and I'm ruining the community. They're the most likely to divorce and least likely to get married. I mean, how are you going to be that at the same time? Can somebody answer that question for me? How are you going to be the least likely to marry? And then when you get married, you're the most likely to divorce, like right through the damn shotgun house in New Orleans. How? <sighs> but I'm ruining the community. Okay, are we talking about the single mother rate too? Can we bring that up? 80%? I mean, in many places, you could go to Atlanta, Birmingham, Milwaukee, Chicago, um, Rochester, anywhere, Trenton. Trenton, New Jersey, anywhere in the five boroughs, you will see 80% single mother rate. That's my fault. What? When I'm telling you guys, get out of that death and decay. Unbelievable. But, you know, people can, people always want to play. They always want to blame Jermaine. They always want to blame Jermaine. I always got to be the problem. Look. <laughs> yeah, man, it's that, uh, uh, Bridgeport, Rest Haven, Connecticut, you name it. And I try not to even go to these places. Just that, just tragic. Sitting this one out says, oh, 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 
Oh, it's CGA Morning Show in the building. Thank you for being here. Classy Beat says, I got money. Money Mondays back in the building. XL Pro Services is over there on the Cash App. Uh-huh. Shout out to, uh, we're going to call you, I believe, Quentin. 17 is legal here, but I'm waiting for her 18th. All right, shout out to you. I got money. I saw a flat back at the Raider game, and uh, we actually had a little bit of a quick dialogue, but she was with her parents. I was like, hmm. I mean, she was flat all over the play. I was like, fold her ass up. And I was like, she's probably too young. I went back to my seat. She had tattoo all up her arm like this. And I was like, okay, if you got, if you old enough to get tattoos, you old enough. Because <laughs> mm. <laughs> uh, I was kind of looking, I was like, she might be in height. Oh no, she has tattoo sleeve. Uh, she had tattoos all on her forearm. I was like, oh. <laughs> oh, I know I'm a metaphile. You know, here comes the metaphiles. Here we go. He's a metaphile. Oh, she in the junior college. <laughs> I was like, well, you're legal. Let's get the <laughs> what happened was. We were, I was down kind of, um, kind of like at the fence, kind of like, you know, in the front row and, uh, the, the players were warming up and the Vikings, I was by the Vikings tunnel. So they were coming in and out and, um, either she had a, either her little brother or her son. I don't know. Shit. You can't tell these days. So she, so she little, she literally had, um, her, her, who either, whoever it was, it was a little kid behind me. And he was like, I can't see mommy. I don't know who he was talking to. So I turned around. I saw the flat back. I was like, oh, and then I looked at the little boy. I was like, where's your daddy at? <laughs> but I let the little dude. I was like, come on, man, go, go stand up in front uh, so he can see because he's standing behind me. He can't see nothing. So I turn around and the flat back's like, oh, thank you very much. And I was like, add daddy at the end of that. Thank you very much, daddy. I was like, very good, young lady. I was like, very good. You can learn. You will learn. <laughs> I was like, you learning, girl. Anytime you address me, daddy, at the end of every damn sentence, she was like, yes, daddy. Anyway, <laughs> shout out to the metaphiles in the building. Look at him, him a metaphile. Him like young junior college girls, foldable girls without excess body fat. And they look young. Him like him a metaphile. <laughs> this in the building oh i'll be pissing people off are people pissed off at me already <laughs> anyway <laughs> so i said you're disgusting it is what it is you know what i mean i just don't know what i don't know what to tell you you know i am who i am all right let's see here we got uh paypal in the building um where we got double r in the building what you got to say he says um at a family barbecue yesterday, aunt gave me blue pill advice to get a woman to build with. I said, quote, yes, when the right one comes along, unquote. In my head, I said, that supposed right woman is the one who's going to mess everything up for me when she says, I'm not happy. <laughs> yes, indeed. Wow. And I should, I should know your gym status by this particular point. Jim status is in the building. Thank you, man. Shout out to Jim status. He's in the, he's in the chat. He's in the chat. 
Uh, KT King, good morning, CGA. The Ku Klux Keisha put herself in a bad situation to get arrested by willfully saying she would not sign the citation. We're going to talk about that. All she had to do was sign it, and she could have gone home. If she felt the citation was wrong, the place to contest it is in court, which most straggling sniggles don't understand. It's not a racial thing, straggling sniggle, but he said the disrespect she displayed was awful to the officer Brooks. She also added uh, another charge by resisting arrest. Yes, the simp she was with also um, also wrong in attempting to shame the officer for using reasonable force to take her into custody. I'm speaking on this from my experience of being a law enforcement veteran and U.S. Army combat veteran. Yes. Um, by the way, uh, we're going to talk about that particular point because a lot of people don't know the law. They don't know where to contest the law. Obviously, you don't have any bail money. but um, but but we're going to talk about the law enforcement perspective. Um, a lot of times you guys don't have per perspective of being a law enforcement officer. Not that I support all situations, but I'm like, man, if you don't really know how the, what the law is, uh, ignorance of the law is no excuse for not following the law. I believe there's a phrase like that. Jim status also adds. He says, hit me. He says him got money now. Him doing good and him looking fit and him not him need to stop playing games and him need to become a real man him need to spoil me and him need to man up all right you're 40 i'm 40 aren't you ready to settle down aren't you ready to stop playing games aren't you ready aren't you tired of hookup culture i mean where is it at aren't you tired of hookup culture is anybody else just over this hookup culture i mean i get it is anybody else is anybody else just over this hookup culture i mean she's like she just basically told on herself aren't you tired of this hookup culture <laughs> uh nope no i love it thank god for it hey Zeus ramirez he says i'm about to head to the sierra nevadas and be in a cabin for some real peace and quiet and fishing jesus i want to be there too also community lease married most divorced yes that's a statistic that nobody wants to talk about, but they want to blame. They always blaming Jerome. It's all Jerome's fault. It's always Jerome's fault in the community. <laughs> like, no matter what the statistics are. All right, we got one more. Nicholas out there in Greece in the building. He says, hello to the coach gang. I'm 50 years old and divorced for three years. Shout out to you for getting your freedom papers. Thank God no kids with this individual. It's quite amazing now that I live the free agent life. Enjoying life to the fullest with more money and time in younger women. Boy, he doubling up. He says, how even my own family wants me back on the plantation with some train wrecks of 35 and above. How all my married friends keep telling me that you're the luckiest son of. Yeah, they do. Married men always looking at you. Damn, you lucky. He says, keep telling the truth to the young guys. Have my six figures and exercise a lot. Life at 50 is amazing. Don't allow any woman to jeopardize your mental health. God bless you, brother. And that's from the Free Agent Lifestyle out in Greece. I know a lot of men. I know you young dudes don't see it. And, and you young dudes don't know 50s right around the corner. You know, 50, you think 50 is old. Back when I was a youngster, 50 was old. People was had canes and shit. You know what I mean? Like, they worked at the plant. They worked in hard labor. They, it wasn't a lot of blue, uh, white-collar jobs. White-collar jobs wasn't the norm back when I was a youngster and the person was 50. They probably came back from Vietnam War. <laughs> you know what I mean? They worked at the plant or worked for the government and they was broken down by 55. You know what I mean? Women look 90 at 50. 
But, uh, man, time flies, dude. I know you young dudes be like, man, you old heads. You know, 25, all of a sudden, five years later, you're in 30. Okay? You staring down the barrel of 40. You start working on your career, focusing on your career. So I can focus on my career. By the time you hit 30, you ain't hanging out. <laughs> you know what I mean? If you're still hanging out too much at 30, your whole life is about to be messed up. But you ain't hanging out. All you're doing is living day to day. You know what I mean? You're trying to build and trying to get a couple of women to like you, maybe get married, have a couple of kids. That 10 years flies. That 10 year goes just like that. Now you're at 40. All right, because you're you're 25 listening to me. Ah, 40 is long. That's 15 years. That's 15 years. Five of it is going to fly by. The, the next 10, you're just going to be working your fingers to the bone. Okay, then you don't, you're going to be at 40 wondering what the hell happened. <laughs> you're like, wait a minute. How am I 40? <laughs> and then go ahead and knock on 50's door. 50's right out in the door looking at your ass like, uh-huh. Yeah, bring your ass. You ain't got no choice. All right, let's get back to the, let's get to the show here. Do me a favor. Hit the like button or we got to get a little belly deli. We got to get a little belly deli here. All right. Already. All right. Hopefully my computer doesn't freak out. Let's see. Are we already belly deli? Yeah. Cause these likes is just not it. These likes is just not it. So we're going to wake y'all up. Well, this really yeah. We're going to wake y'all up. Hold on for a second. Let me stop, share, share the belly deli. Some of y'all girls look like this this weekend. Yeah. What really gets me. What really gets me is that some of y'all be scared of a little belly. Y'all. Y'all see how scrum diddly um shit suck it look? Ooh, ooh, baby girl. Y'all scared of a little belly deli? Y'all scared of a little belly deli for what? Who told you be scared of that belly? <laughs> Jesus. Let it lose. Let it. I know y'all see the football print. The football print go crazy. The football print go crazy. Come on. Parabola. Come on. Y equal X squared. Maybe cubed on some days. Shush. Man, hey, get me up to 700. We're going to get into the show. All right, we're going to get into the show. Where are we at? Uh, Death by Simp. Oh, my goodness. We're going to go. This is a thing that I've always warned men about, you young dudes out here. I know you. Oh, yeah. We got double Death by Simp here. Um, I don't like to talk about death too much. I know people send me articles. Oh, look at this mother's blew away her kids. You know, I'm like, I can't. I don't want this is a family show. All right, but here's a young man right there. There's this man's name, Greg Sneed or Sheed. Greg Sheed here, age 24. Look at this young brother. He has a, he has, he's light-skinned. He got good hair. He got a full head of hair on his head. All right, he's sitting there chilling with his drizzink. He got them tight-ass pants around his calves, which I don't get. I'm boot-cut jeans for me, man. I'm going to look like an old-ass man. I can't put these calf, jean calves on it, but he's dead. I'm not want to talk about him. But um, Greg lost his life. Let's find out how my met, my brother lost his life. And, of course, I'm the blame for the community with this bullshit, right? Y'all want to blame me, right? <laughs> oh, man. Family members identify, oh, sorry. Family members identified man deleted outside of a West Houston bowling alley as 24-year-old Atash Casita. Atash Casita, sorry for everybody that's in Georgia, I believe, or Houston, high school graduate. So he's graduated from Atascosita High School. Greg Sheed, age 24, was attempting to break up a fight between women. Oh, my God. When 
He was gunned down, according to family. Let's read this story. Gentlemen, it is not your job in the community, especially to be breaking up fights between women and women and men and women. Stay your ass out of it. When, how much time we got to tell you? Imagine losing your life. Unfortunately, rest in peace for the brother here. Imagine losing your life. You were literally, uh-oh, this flat back then popped up on my screen. All right. Imagine you losing your life. You see two straggles going at each other. Oh, I'll break this up. You'd be like, you look. And the women be like, we're the least protected. We're the most unprotected. But they go out there and do this stuff. Wait till we get to straggle and sniggle. But here, here's the situation here. We're the least or the most unprotected. So the dude goes in there with his hero cape because he's been trained and conditioned to believe that he's supposed to protect the almighty black woman. I don't, I don't think so. And yes, I'm assuming that these two women are black. Probably not, but who knows? Houston, family members are mourning the loss of a loved one after a 24-year-old man was shot and deleted in front of a West Houston bowling alley on Sunday, early Sunday. The man was identified as Greg Sheed. Family members told KPRC 2's, uh, whoever that reporter is, he graduated from the high school over there and moved to California. Yay. All right. He moved up to went to Beverly Hills. He got out of the hills and he moved to Beverly Hills. He moved on up. He had recently returned to Houston. All right. Hey, listen, to visit his mammy, his mammy and his 11 year old daughter. I'm oh, sorry, 11 month old daughter. Hold up for a second. My brother, man. Oh, my. yo, hold up. Let me take a break here. I'm going to take a break. Do you see why I tell you, brothers, to get the hell up out of the community? <laughs> this is the type of bullshit that I'm talking about. Man, would you get out of there and never come back? <laughs> you made it out. I cannot stand. Remember when that basketball player, retired basketball player, went back to the hood in Chicago? He was like, yeah, we out here. We out here. What's the dude's name? I can't remember his name. He was the one that left the girl. He didn't sign. She didn't sign the prenup. Steven Jackson. Yeah, man, we out here, man. Yeah, we in here. We in the street. I'm in the street with the young hoodlums. Man, keep your... If you make it out of the hood, do not come back. I know what y'all going to say. His mammy and his daughter was there. Well, that's a problem. Why does this young man have a daughter? And why doesn't he have a father? I didn't mention... The, they didn't mention the father in the article. Where's his daddy? He probably in California. Okay. And where is, who's the baby mammy? Why she's still in Houston? What is going on here? Why don't he have custody of the kid? What is, what, what are we doing here? This is the order that you guys live in. New, 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 new world order. I always tell you guys, in nature, most, most animals build the nest. We're just animals. They build the nest. Sorry. They find a mate. They build the nest. And then they have the kids. The community does it in the exact opposite order they don't build no nest they barely find a suitable mate they procreate and then they ask questions later <laughs> this is an example of this bullshit you break up the home you come in and there's a nest somebody comes in mostly the women they file for divorce 80 90 percent of the time they come in and blow the whole nest up then they try to bring another bird into the nest the nest that remains and raise the kids in a effed up nest I swear to God, like you guys actually believe that I'm making this much of an impact to ruin the community. You guys are doing it by yourself. 
And this is a prime example. And this is how a brother ends up just like this, coming back to this death and decay. And he ended up being a statistic. He said laying eggs all on the sidewalk. Y'all got eggs on the sidewalk. You laying eggs in other man's nests. You be like, hey, just hold these real quick. Hey, man, <laughs> you letting uh, you letting your grandmama, your grandmama about to fly to coop. Uh-uh. You need to babysit my eggs now. Eggs all sitting up under grandma. The hell I supposed to do with these? Eggs all across the damn country. Dried up eggs. Eggs all expired ass eggs trying to fertilize them. Hey, put some on that. Put some on that. Oh, I froze these eggs 10 years ago. Man, what are we doing? This is actually despicable, reprehensible behavior, by the way. And you want to blame me. Ugh. All right, let's get to the rest of the story. This is a tragedy before we even get to his demise. You guys got to understand that. What you guys do to raise children, procreate, have families, you guys are a tragic before you even get to the tragedy. The tragedy is not that he lost his life. The tragedy that he was all over the damn country coming back to the hood and he only got a mammy, no daddy, and he got an 11-month-old daughter. Well, where's, the, where's her mammy at? At 24. His life was already a damn train wreck. He probably is a good guy. He looks like a good guy, but he's a, probably a train wreck. I mean, he was, he was headed for disaster. Here comes the axe, and here comes the smasher. His life was already off the rails. You guys don't see it, do you? No, you know why? Because this is normal to you, because you guys enjoy chaos, you people. All right, anyway, let's continue. Uh, somebody's saying good, positive words about him. It's the basketball coach. He said, I was, he says, I just can't see him starting anything to get him in, in trouble. He didn't start it. He didn't start no shit. I don't know. I'm just lost for words. I really had, it, I'm sorry, it's really had me choked up all day. Uh, Greg was a standout point guard. I'm sure they meant to say a point guard. He led the team to two back-to-back-to-back district championships in 2014, 15, and 16. He was so talented. This is what you guys do to your talent in, in the community, by the way. This is why the talented 10th needs to leave. No. <laughs> I know y'all want to stay in there and fix it. All right. If you study W.E.B. Du Bois or Du Bois, as you guys call him. He talked about the talented 10th, but he also talked about talented 10th into basically representing. He, he was in W.O. New, 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 new world order. He's definitely in W.O. But that, with that being said. The talent in the community often does see the demise. I often tell you, they'll just step over your dead body and paint a mural. Here it is right there. He was so talented. He was smart. He was witty. And he was a whiz with the basketball. The 24-year-old was shot and deleted early Sunday morning outside of the Bolero on Bunker Hill Road. Family members say Greg was trying to break up a fight between two straggles. At one point, he was shot at least once and died at the scene. Somebody said it's just so hard to believe is such a tragedy. What a waste of talent here. Uh, Commander Bryant said witnesses reported a white color SUV was spotted leaving the scene. And police believe that the vehicle may be connected to the shooting. He played at South Plains College before moving to Los Angeles. His Instagram page is full of fitness videos and inspiring messages. Those who knew him shared their condolences on social media okay family friends coaches teammates cherishing the memory of greg who was already being missed 
quote, you know the violence, I wish it would stop. I've been hearing this shit for 40 years, bro. And the violence has gotten worse. All right. It says right here, these kids have a lot of potential. Yep. They have dreams like everyone else. And he will never get to see that, Martinez said. No weapons were recovered at the scene. No, not even. A, okay, no weapons were recovered. You didn't even get a shell casing or anything. No. They don't care. They like just sweep his ass up, put him out. That's just what's that's just what's going on. Another brother dead. Uh, sorry for the situation, man. Sorry for the tragedy. I don't mean to make light of the tragedy. I'm just trying to highlight some key points that people will overlook and miss. Oh, we need to stop the violence. No, man. The violence started with all these broken ass homes. The violence started with the high, uh, the most divorced and least married. The violence started with the single mother raising kids. All right. The violence started way before then. And now this is just basically the effect, cause and effect. All right. Here's the effect. Everybody thinks it's the cause. No, this is the effect. And this is the effect of men believing that they need to play the hero every time. All right. Everybody, every time they see two women fighting or a man manhandling a woman, you need to you think you need to put your nose into it. Now, if you guys are in the community listening to me, all right, looking up in the sky, seeing wires and electric poles everywhere. You can't even see the damn sky. Hey, if you're listening to me, I know there's a lot of people listening to me. You can you can make it out of that situation. But when you do get the hell out of there and never come back, I'm just letting you know, do not come back. I know people don't like that part of the message from me, but I'm going to tell you that's going to be your saving grace. If this is you, you guys got to see it from the outside looking in. <laughs> you got to see it from the outside looking in. Until you see it from the outside looking in, you will think what you live is normal and it's abnormal. It's actually abnormal around the world, not even the United States in here. Okay. New, 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 new world order. I'm just letting you guys, it's abnormal behavior around the world. Not many places do what. <laughs> These people are doing these people never return. If you do come in in the cover of night and bulletproof glass SUV. All right. Come in, see your people. Hi, grandma, because grandma's still going to be there. She ain't leaving. Hi, grandma. Kiss her. See your homeboys. Hey, man. They be like, hey, come around the block and come see me. Nope. When I go back to where my family's from. All right. Because I got a lot of family and many of them are in those areas and I'll come in and they'll find out I'm there <laughs> and they'd be like, Hey, why don't you roll over and come see me? I'm like, hell no. You know what I'm, you know what I mean? I will be at my hotel suite. They'd be like, why don't you stay over and spend the night and sleep down here in the basement? They cold, dark, dark, dank ass basement. And I'll be like, hell no. So I could get all shot up straight bullets everywhere. I'm like, nah, I'm going to be at my hotel suite. Y'all can see my ass coming down that glass elevator. Hey, what's going on? Yeah, man. Hey, dap them up. What's up? You know what I mean? Hey, you want to come to the barbecue? Nah, we ain't got no time to come to the barbecue. We got to head up. Good to see y'all, man. Hey, man, y'all got to make it up out of here, Sean. We ain't coming to the barbecue. Don't invite me to the barbecue. My ass ain't coming to the barbecue. <laughs> All right. I'm just letting y'all know, man, death by simp, because something's going to break out. Food slap boxing in the street. All right, so when they start slap boxing in the street, I don't want to be around. All right, let me get to a couple of uh, contributions today. Whoa. All right, shout out to Turnpike Tyrone, weekly tuition. Shout out to the coach gang and Nasty Boys for life, and he sponsored, co-sponsored today's show. 
Somebody dropped their wallet. Lord. Mm. We, got, we got a couple brothers that dropped their wallet. Oh, my goodness. Shout out to Jay Bodie in the building. He paying for he paying for some of y'all brothers in here. Wow. He says, stop by to show my support. He double. Hey, that's a double sponsorship, by the way. But the private investigators are watching, so we can't say what exactly that amount is. Because they out there counting all my super chats. They like this. <laughs> We gonna count all him. We ain't gonna count all him money. Him making money on YouTube. Him, him don't, him don't get monetized, but him getting money from guys. I got money. He says, "Stop by to show my support, Coach. I know you are a Porsche man, but I traded in my Panamera, uh, a Panamera, for my dream car, which is a a Nissan GTR. The knowledge you gave or give daily has turned me into a well-tuned machine. Thank you, Coach. I appreciate that." Shout out to Jay Bodie in the building. Hey, he he had a Porsche, Panamera, but it's not an I-11, but it is what it is. But um, it's more of a luxury car. So he traded it in. He got him a GT. All right, a Nissan GTR. Congratulations to you, man. Hey, we're trying, we're helping men get above all of the BS. And don't believe that propaganda. I did a story on that lonely men in the future bullshit that 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 Greg psychologist came up reading Rainbow as Greg. Don't believe that bullshit. That's propaganda. More blame Jerome. Okay, so we're getting men to be fine-tuned, well-tuned machines. And what's happening is when you get up there, you're going to eliminate 80% of the straggles or the women that you deal with. They're not going to qualify. And they're, they're, they're pleased to you are going to sound ridiculous. Well, I just want me a good man, and I want this and that. And I just want somebody to be a stepdaddy to my 11-year-old nappy-headed-ass boy. you like, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> you're like i'm out like why wouldn't the why would i do that well you look put together and you look like a righteous good man and i've turned my life over the cheese and i'm a born again and i just want somebody to raise my snap my ashy my ashy knee nappy headed ass kid he needs a good father in his life well i'm the wrong one my life is all put together now if i would have done that 10 years ago i would have fell for some goofiness like that mr gourmet Listened to an old stream. Monogamy is good and dead. Plenty of singing in the building. He says, love the edutainment coach uh, gang in the building. Shout out to Mr. Gourmet. And, oh, I gave you an example of uh, what to do. If you check out my Instagram story, I, I was smoking ribs. For you, you were talking about what to do with your YouTube channel. That's a great example. Show the process. I kind of showed the process of how I smoke ribs and show the results. That's how you can do it. And I know you could do it way better than me. My friends overcharged me, says, seeing you stream today is a surprise. After I seen your Insta post, I thought the 5 threw you in the gulag. All right. He says, now I'm like CGA. I don't, be <laughs> I don't bail fresh out of jail on YouTube streaming. Got the hoochie screaming. Yeah, man, they didn't throw me in the clink. Although my ex-wife probably was like, get him, get him. He's a bad man. I got pulled over while filming filming. It was a it was a while ago. So they had me out of jail. You know, they wanted to throw me in jail. CGA, is that you? We gonna get your ass. V Mad, is that V Mad in the building? That's you? Is that you? And that's supporting you. the truth and the hard work coach, free agent, full life in the building. Uh-oh, Rob. I'm sorry, I'm always going to call you Rob Lowe. Nike Ryan in the building. Shout out to you, and we'll give you a co-sponsorship for that. All right. 
uh, Quentin says, 17-year-old tatted up too. All right, hashtag groom gang, hashtag free R. Kelly. All right, I don't want to go too far, but it is, I know what you're talking about. Some people don't want to deal with that reality either. I know, look, your moral compass, I'm on the dark side. I don't give a <laughs> People want to act grown out here. Um, Ed, sitting this one out, Anastasia. Pagonis is a blind XX, but hear me out. Oh, she's blind. There's a, don't don't let it be a blind model. All right. I'm tired of these woke people coming up. Is she a blind, gorgeous model? She's a Paralympian. All right. Let me take a look. All right. Yeah, I see what you mean there. <laughs> I'm with you on that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we can rock with that. That's definitely in my territory. That's definitely on my radar. Oh, where are we at here? We got a couple more here. Dewanis, Alexander, XX is putting that gump. Wait, XX is putting the gump before the gun buzzer. And who shot the guy? Like, who shot you? Separate the weak from the opsa. Leak hard to creep in Brooklyn streets. It's on ninjas. F all that bickering B. I can hear sweat trickling down your cheek. Your heartbeat sound like Sasquatch feet. Thundering, shaking the concrete. What the hell's going on out here? Shout out to Gemini Rider, Gemini Rider. You can't stop the violence. You cannot harness the sea for sure. The violence will continue. As long as the other bullshit, the, the uh, violence is an effect. The cause is you people. Come on, man. You got to change the people. You can't just change. Somebody says, is that the Migos? That's Biggie. That's Biggie Smalls. All right, that's not the Migos. Oh, hell no. You guys are cold. All right, um, I'm going to do a couple PayPals and then get back. Oh, Straggle and Sniggle Theater coming up. Hang tight. We got a couple on the PayPal. Who we got here? We got Dimzilla. The agent. We don't want to talk about agent consent over here. Because <laughs> they going to really call me metaphiles. But it is what it is. I mean, I have, listen. He says the agent considered New Jersey is 16 coach. So while you're looking for junior colleges, I'm looking for I'm okay. I'm done. I'm done. Y'all trying to get me in trouble here. All right. I ain't trying to get <laughs> oh man, I'm done. So who said this is the Migos? You need to be disqualified from the stream. I'm putting you on timeout. All right, here we go. Oh man, who was that trying to get me in trouble? Jim status back in the building. He doubled up. He says, Coach, these single moms are getting butt injections, boob implants, lip fillers, and thirst trapping on Instagram while their kids are back going back to school looking raggedy. You can't make this ish up. Get fit, get money, and stay focused, boys. I don't get the whole butt injection. Because them things, I saw a girl at the game yesterday at the Raiders game, and she had a butt injection. She was probably approaching 30, and she had a butt injection. She stood up. First of all, she was built like a small refrigerator. I mean, she she looked pretty good. Like, it wasn't bad, but she stood up, and you could see her booty was all shaped like a heart in the back. It didn't match her body because her body looked like a block of cheese to begin with. But she was still smashable. She had nice skin and face full of cake up. You know, she was on her way to be a train wreck, but she was still doable now. But when she stood up, her butt was all oblong. I was like, what? Jim status says, if a stepdaddy is a real man, I'm a proud imaginary man. Take me out with the I got money. Yes, indeed. 
stepdaddy season. I don't get the butt injection thing. It just looks awkward to me. And I'm sure without the clothes, it looks even worse. It looks bad with clothes on, and that's saying a lot. Triggerverse said, yo, that bowling alley shooting, I used to work there. Bro, that bowling alley is so hood. I used to see scrippers there, and celebs used to frequent there. I'm glad I left a couple of years ago. So Triggerverse knows that bowling alley over in Houston, and it's a hood bowling alley. Most bowling alleys are in the hood, unless you go to one that's got one in the mall, and it looks like a rock star rock show going on there. Most old bowling alleys are in old areas where white people got the hell out of there. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they used to go there when they was in town before ninjas came in in the 50s. They used to be like, Sunday, Monday, happy days. Tuesday, Wednesday, happy days. Happy days. Saturday comes and it's the week for you. They like, these days arrive. Oh, happy days. Yep. When y'all wasn't around, then y'all came in like that movie, How to Sell to Ninjas, came in there and they was like, oh, we leaving this bowling alley. Get the fuck out. <laughs> they left it there all dilapidated as weeds all in the parking lot. They was like, somebody will still run it. Hey, man, it's all bad, bro. You know, white flight is real. Shout out to who is in here. No government name. That borderline woman from last week's stream reminded me of an ex, my roller coaster ride on the marriage wheel. All right, shout out to you, man. Oh, man, that was a bad one. She, she had it bad. And they always waiting for excuses. Oh, I got borderline personality disorder. Uh, I got, uh, what's the other one? But they two people, I, th- I guess that's the one. Split personality. I don't know what it's called. But they brag about that stuff. Well, oh, bipolar. That's the other one. I'm bipolar. I have borderline. I'm like, dude, you should put yourself. Just don't get in a relationship. But of course, these people also be, believe they know love, but all they know is attachment. Bipolar. Yeah, I'm like, you bragging about that? Well, I take my antidepressants to help my bipolarism. And oh, dude, you know how many people have that and don't know it? People have that and don't know it, and they're on dating apps. And they're like, well, I'm just looking for a man that can actually make me happy and help my bipolarism, and he he needs to understand, and he can be there for me in my bad days and when I have a flare-up. What the hell? And it also comes with herpes, too. They be, like, in conjunction with each other. I'm bipolar, I got herpes, and I got... <laughs> you're like, oh, my Lord. Well, when I was bipolar and I was beside myself, I also was out there in these streets. In these streets. And I messed with a lot of Pookies and Ray Rays, too. And I had a kid, but I don't have custody of them. I got two felonies from a deletion that happened in my apartment. And then also I have herpes. And... But if you can't accept me at my worst, you don't deserve me at my best. I'm a good woman. But despite all of that, I'm a good woman. And that's you. <laughs> Dude, stay single. There actually was an Instagram clip of um dudes giving out relationship advice, and they ended up with a woman. Let's see if I can find it. Damn it. They ended up with a woman, and uh, when they she passed by, she was like, they was like, do you have any relationship advice? And she was like, yeah, don't get in one. Hey, women know, bro, they be making bad deals. Let me see if I can play the audio to it. Um, I might be able to show the screen here. Let's see if I can turn it up. Oh, wait. What? What happened? Hold up. 
Oh, it didn't connect to my damn thing. Okay, all right. So anyway, it didn't connect to my Bluetooth. What happened there? Back to the show. Straggling Sniggle Theater here. Uh, guys, I would tell you guys, uh, do, do your best to know the law. One of the things that gets you in trouble is not knowing the law. And some of you guys got hood attorneys out here, uh, people that have been in, in the pen, and they still don't understand the law. And uh, we're going to go over a video of this loudmouthed sister who runs her mouth to the police, and she effed around and found out. Now, a lot of these things I've been telling you, I've been warning you, the, the police officer in this case, Officer Brooks, it sounds like he's a black man. So the whole thing about race, you got to throw that away, unless you want to just say he's a black cop, black cop. If you want to say he's a black cop, black cop, go ahead and say that. But um, in this situation, he was trying to do his due diligence. Yes, he was a little bit, he was a little bit pushy. Sometimes you meet one of those popos. All right, I think KT Kings or a couple brothers sent this story last week, like right on Friday, and I didn't have time to get to the story, but I did want to showcase it. Here it is right here, and I'm using Fox News as a reference. I know people are like, see, you can't use, okay, they just showed the video. And Atlanta police refutes viral video claims of excessive force, releases body cam video. Uh, guys, most of the time you are on body cam. That's not them, so don't worry about it here, but this is them. It's a brother and a sister there in the parking lot. There, he's parking a lot pimping and he's grabbing all on her booty, booty, booty. All right, I don't know why you're in the parking lot pimping and there's nobody there. So, these people are all in this part. The officer shows up, says the park is closed, which most times they do have a park closed, like you know, after 11 p.m. into 6 um, a.m., most parks are somewhat closed, meaning you can't just be in there hanging out. Obviously, they want to get rid of a criminal element, and they also want to prevent homeless people from being in the park. And so uh, we're going to say fair use to this uh, right here. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. That's a little loud. Uh, let's see here. All right. Well, I see the Ohio term. I'm not sure if y'all from here or not, but. Let me see. Um, so, damn, I can't stop it. What the going? Okay, so I can't pause it or nothing. What the hell is going on? Okay, all right. So here we go right here. Um, as you can see. He's grabbing on her booty, booty. They're probably married, and they probably, one of these is a sneaky link. You know what I mean? They're, they're Why y'all in the park? And y'all too old to be in the park. The park is for teenagers to get busy, not for old-ass people. And if you're old people over 21 in the park getting busy, that means you're doing something you're not supposed to do. And so this is somebody's girlfriend. This is somebody's wife. And this is Pookie or this is Tyrone piping down and grabbing all on your wife's boohoo tea. Continue. I'm not sure if y'all from here or not, but you can't be inside the park in the city of Atlanta between hours 11 p.m. 6 a.m. Wow, I was right. Damn, I guessed it. So he says you can't be in the park in Atlanta between the hours of 11 p.m. and 6 a.m. Atlanta police. All right. So, oh, man, this is probably not the best video. I thought it was going to be a good video, but it's not. Let me see if um let me see. released Fox size L okay. women are ticketed around. Oh, this is not a good video. Oh, my bad. Straggling Stickle Theater will pause for a break here. Uh, I thought this was the best video to show here, but it's not because the news reporting here. So I'm probably gonna get a copyright um situation here. But uh, let me see if I can pull it up real briefly. Uh feet pictures in Atlanta. Atlanta. Oh my goodness, woman arrested. Here we go. I'm going to pull this up here. All right. It's going to only take a second. 
it's only going to take a second. This is going to be, I'm going to have to fear you. Boy, this is a quite long video, but uh, we'll we'll skip to the scene here. We'll skip it up right there. All right, so we're going to pick it up. We're going to fair use police activity on YouTube. All right, so let's go ahead and give them some things here. And police activity on YouTube, I know how this works. I'm going to have to fair use this real quick. Yay. Hey, hey, yo, ho, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, hey, excess of copyright material can be used as a certain circumstances for news reporting, teaching, research, and all that stuff. And I missed it. All right, I missed it. I didn't even have it up. So uh, we're going to fair use this. We're going to pop it up here. Police activity. All right, so here we go. Where am I signing over? Is it, is it a charge or anything? Or is it just a ticket? Okay. All right, so uh, Sniggles here. There's Sniggle. Straggles in the back. Does she have a bonnet on? I'm just gonna ask something right now. It what is that on her head? Is that a shower cap or is that would that be a bonnet? We gotta come to some. I know sisters with the hair thing. Hair is a sensitive subject with sisters. You know what I mean? Because they don't really know what to do with it. You know what I mean? So they kind of be like, I want to go sister locks and be natural, or I want to go with the natural and give up on life, or I want to you know, perm my hair or put keratin in it, but it only lasts two days after you get from the beauty salon and $600 for two days don't make no sense. Um, or they want to do something like a, a weave and the brothers criticize them. They wear wigs and brothers criticize them. Uh, they wear a bonnet and brothers criticize them. So they don't know really what to do. They're stuck. And that's you. All right. So here we go. Stay down. All right, so uh, Sniggles here, and he wants to know, is this a charge? Am I being charged with anything? Am I being arrested? Am I being detained? Is this a ticket? This is a citation. What do I do with it? He doesn't know the law. Apparently, in his area, if you don't sign the citation, uh, Officer, Officer Brooks is going to tell your ass, what's up here? He hasn't read it, and no, I won't say that joke. He's trying to read it. By the way, once you get to this particular point, forget reading it. All right, officer got shit to do, and uh, if you were trying to read it to understand it, you're going to get your ass whooped. All right, so just know what the situation is. All right, I know this is a citation. I know I need to sign it. I have bail money in case this shit goes left, X, Y, and Z. You know he ain't reading the damn thing. You never do that when somebody puts something in front of your face. Oh, let me read this shit. And you ain't even got the wherewithal because you still panicking. You waiting for them to interrupt your reading. So you act like you reading it. He ain't reading nothing. He ain't reading nothing. That fine print so damn small on that citation. You can't read it from there, bro. <laughs> he can't read it. Anyway. All right, I read all of that. Yeah, right. You ain't read nothing. I have to sign it? Uh, can... It says it down there if you have to sign it or not, but you didn't read it. Not sign it, go to jail. Oh, go to jail? Oh, hell no. Oh, yeah, see, you don't know where to sign it. All right, hey, this happens. Hey, listen, what, being in with law enforcement is intimidating for just about anyone. So um, I get why he's shuffling a little bit. Your get your license back yep here's your citation 
Oh man, what are you doing? Shuffling? Copy your citation. Give you your copy. Take your ass along. He act, oh, he's still trying to read it. Mm -hmm. Hey man, just go to the car, man, and take the the uh, straggle with you. Just go to the car and be like, come on, let's go. But why is she all up over here with her hands up on her hips, ready to dip and dip and dip? Why is she out there with that attitude? Hey, body language is everything. You already looking like you messed up. You already know your husband going to catch you out here in these streets. All right. She definitely in these streets. Look at this body language. She all leaning and she got her hand all up on her hip, turned outside like her grandmama with her backbone slipping. Oh, man. With her head all cocked up. Let's continue. You have a court date on there. Uh-oh. Can you come here, Mal? <laughs> so he asked her twice. She still got her hand up on her hip. She jiggling and wiggling. She's not a bad-looking sister either, bro. He's getting... Look at the Tyrone here. Pookie was getting that. All right, she thick, too. You know, she's a little thicker than I like it, but she got something going on. She got a collarbone, too, so I'll give her that. So you're going to receive a ticket for being in the park after hours. All right? so there's the attitude right there a um the officer does sound like a black gentleman and she's not respecting him because you know women don't respect i don't care what you have on you can have on the damn judge's robe and if you're a black man she ain't got no respect for you she ain't gonna listen to us you say and so she's like already looking at her with this attitude face um sisters really don't know that their faces the faces that they make pretty much can dictate where any conversation is going Unfortunately, they don't really I don't know if there's a lack of self-awareness or there's an acceptance of this or there's a, a belief that they can use this in the, as a way to intimidate people. But your looks on your faces, your nonverbal body language is it's it's it very much lends to what happens to you in life. You know what I mean? You get what you get. You get what you put out and the energy you put out. You're going to get that back. That's just unfortunate. Um, I don't know. I can't change that. Anyway, continue. But because we're out of, didn't you say we were out of time so we wouldn't have known that? Yeah, but that's, that's not a valid reason why. Yeah. Ignorance of, the, ignorance of the law is no excuse for not knowing. So she tried to use a defense. See, see, this is the thing. <laughs> this is the thing. You're not in court. I want everybody to understand this. You're not in court on the sidewalk. This is not court. This is not time to argue. You can give them an excuse. It's going to be an excuse. You argue that shit in court. The police are there to basically take the law and um, oversee the law, <laughs> officer overseer, and then you go to court and you fight that shit. Hey, well, I had to. Most of the time, you're gonna get out of this citation. You can hire an attorney and get out of this citation. Hey, we were out of state. We didn't know. They'll they'll drop the charge down to somewhere. You'll pay eighty five bucks and you'll get the hell out of there. Uphold the law. Thank you. They're uphold the law. That's what their job is. I know people that are like, no, they don't. That's their job, though, is to uphold the law. They're not there to argue law. You argue law in court. They basically give you a charge or they basically give you a citation for something that they're upholding. And then you go fight it in court. But y'all want to fight in the street. Street attorneys. And what's the back number? 7452. See, again, nonverbal body language. You're going to march off. I'm going to march off. What's your badge? No, I'm going to put you in your place. I'm sorry I'm breaking this up, but this is what I have to do to teach. Uh, this is called fair use. And what's your badge number? Do you realize if you walk away from a police officer, you could be considered evading the police officer to an extent? 
and then you're going to go reach in your car? Like that dude in Kenosha, you're going to go walk away from the police after he called you over and then go into your vehicle? <laughs> you trying to get shot. You trying to get shot. What the hell you doing, man? This is something I wouldn't do. I would tell the I would actually inform the police officer, look, I got to go grab a pin inside my car. Everything will be okay. No, I'm gonna walk away. What's your badge number? Yeah, but that's that's not a valid reason why you should be in the park because you're from out of town. And what's your badge number? Seven four five two. <sighs> Again, this is how y'all be getting blinked, as they say. All right, so she he asked her, she asked for his name and badge number. He gave it once, name and badge number. Let's continue. What's your first name? I'm not. I'm not gonna give him my first name. Now he out of order for that. Give him the first name, Officer Brooke. Okay, and I don't have to sign this, right? You do have to sign it. No, I don't. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> guys, look at that now. Look at your look at my ninja over here. Wait, hold on for a second. Uh, look at my African American over here. Look at him. Are you the greatest? You know what I'm talking about? Look at my African American over here. Now, this is the face of a man, the emasculated man in the community. He knows he has no order over her. He has no, he can't keep her in check. He has no way to tell her to shut the hell up. He has no way to be like, look, Ku Klux Keisha, don't, you're escalating this. Out of, we don't need to do this. Sign the ticket. Let's bounce. But no, he's in single mother raised. I can't challenge this woman mode. He's already in a sunken place. This is called the sunken place of the community. When a woman's actually going to start getting emotionally outraged, he knows there's nothing he can do. Continuing. Okay. Well, like I explained to him, if you don't sign it, then you're going to be physically taken to jail. Gotcha. Boy, the disrespect. Now, <laughs> gotcha. No respect. And now he's looking over what she's typing. She ain't typing shit. She's trying to find her notepad. And you'll know why she ain't typing shit. She don't know where to get to nothing. She probably texting somebody about the situation. He's looking, but he's saying nothing. He's in the sunken place. He's now assumed the single. He's he's now the son husband. So you refusing to sign? What's your name? Oh, God. I mean, man, I tell you, man, straggling sniggle here. And look. He went and right back into the sunken place. He was like, oh, I'm a teller. But he, the police officer Brooks asked her a question. Are you going to sign this? She did not answer him, which is a typical tactic that Kevin Samuels exposed so brilliantly. The woman avoiding your question, avoiding what you want and skipping to what the hell she wants. She's going to just skip that. No, I ain't listening to you no more. I'm going to ask the question. See, this is a tactic of that uh, Kevin Samuels uh, exposed. Well, he didn't expose it, but he actually showed it in real time. Women doing it. Oh, no, 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 no. We ain't going back. You're not leading the conversation. Did you see that? Okay. Well, like I explained to him, if you don't sign it, then you're going to be physically taken to jail. Gotcha. So you're refusing to sign? What's your name? That is That right there is going to get you whipped. <laughs> right? That right there. That right there gets you. And now, look, I want you to notice the brother. That's a very important moment. Watch the brother sniggle here. Watch what he does when she does that. Watch him now. Okay. Well, 
like I explained to him, if you don't sign it, then you're going to be physically taken to jail. Gotcha. So you refusing to sign? What's your name? The Sniggle said, oh, shit. He said, damn. He was like, he said, damn. He was like, yeah, we done. We about to get shot, blicked, deleted, clapped. Somebody about to die today. <laughs> Somebody about to die. He knew it immediately. Now, the sad part is he didn't even tell her. He didn't say, sister. Sister, you been on, on my mind. He should have said, sister, we, this is too much. Just, just relax your mind. Let your conscience be free. Get down to the sounds of Gregory. Officer Brooks, 7452. That's the second time. And look at Sniggle. He looking. He's like, she not even typing nothing, Sean. He's like, Sean, what are you doing, Sean? Look, he looking like, yo, she dead. I ain't with her, Sean. I just came here and drove 500 miles for some ass, but she dead. What's the badge number? I gave it to you two times, man. Okay, I'm asking again. And I'm oh, shit. I'm not giving it to you. Okay. Why, hey, Keisha, why? why? Why are you doing this? You asked three times. You'll ask too slow to put it into your phone. Sniggle knows you're not even putting anything in there. He's fully aware of what you're doing. You're trying to do something sneaky or record or text somebody, and the shit ain't working. And so you're you're not paying attention. And you're you're, you're what you what they are. What she's doing is she's um she's intimidated by the scenario, but she's trying to play like she's in charge, and the shit ain't working. Are you going to sign it? No, because I want your badge okay. number. He's like, okay, I told you. I told you once, twice, three times a lady. He was like, let me put this ish up. Let me set this down gently. And uh, yo ass about to get and Sniggle looking at her. And Sniggle sees what she's doing. She's doing something she's not supposed to be doing. And he's standing there frozen. This dude ain't moved an inch but his neck. All right, he's, His hands hasn't moved. Nothing's moved. Because he knows the consequences of being a man. His ass will get shot right there in the middle of that park. And so he knows that. But her, on the other hand, she don't know. Turn up the chance behind your back for me. No, she got, she, hey, listen, my man. She says she's not signing. Put your hands behind your back. Sir, you're hurting me. Okay. Oh, now we're going into woman mode. Sir, you're hurting me. I just barely grabbed her wrist. Oh, so as you can see here, let's look at her phone. See, remember when I was talking about she's doing something she's not supposed to do? Take a look at her phone. I think it's on the screensaver. So she's typing nothing or whatever she was typing. She she deleted it or she didn't delete it. She reset it to the home screen. She's doing nothing. She must have been trying to record. And so now she's about to go down and watch Sniggle. Sniggle's going to cape for her ass. All right. He's going to. I'm asking you to put your hands behind your back. I'm sorry. Put your hands behind your back. Now she looking like stupid. Sir. Stuck on stupid. Come on. I need you to back up. Oh. I'm just saying. Like, I need you to back up. You don't need to touch her like that. She oh, Sniggle, it's too late, bro. You had a chance to get out of the situation, and you had a chance to back her out of the situation. Now you're trying to cape. You're going to get shot over Ku Klux Keisha. This is how Sniggles get shot. Hey, this is how you get shot. Over Ku Klux Keisha. 
She's not putting her hands she behind was, her back. I'm asking. I'm asking the question. Okay. I'm, I'm just all I'm doing is Put your asking. Hands behind your back. She, he already asked. You already asked three times, and he gave it to you three times. He did. It wasn't like he didn't give it to you. He gave it to you three times. Now he's asked turning into the Terminator, and you you asked for him to turn into this. Put your hands behind. Your, you're under arrest. Put your hands behind your back. I asked you to sign the ticket. You told me you're not signing. I, but, sir, Put your hands I, I'm your asking back. you a question. Okay. I'm letting you know. I'm not going to ask you again. I'm going to forcibly put your hands behind your back. But, sir. Okay, see, yeah. I mean, this is going too far. Now, look, I know people are like, he shouldn't be doing this right now, Uh, maybe potentially. But uh, in the law, the law says, I looked it up. It says, if you refuse to sign the citation, um, you're going to jail. I mean, because the citation you're signing to say you will appear in court. Right? There's some people probably like, you don't have to sign. in in this location, if you do not sign to say you will appear in court based on this sort of the citation, you can get taken to jail so that they can guarantee you appear in court. You see what I mean? That's how they make sure you guarantee that you're going to appear in court by keeping your ass in the, in the lockup. Then you're going to appear in court. But if you sign it, they release you under your own recognizance and say, well, you promised to appear in court. You see what I mean? Mr. Brooks. Is this really necessary? Mr. Brooks. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hey, listen, my she man. Needs put, she needs to put her. Can I? Okay, you can put your phone Okay, Mr. Brooks. Oh, the dude is interfering with an arrest right now, and he could get thrown in jail. I don't know if he does at the end of this, but he's interfering with police procedure. He's interfering, he's interfering right now. Oh, my on, God. Sir. Hold on. Put your hands behind your back. I'm not saying that I'm refusing to sign the ticket. I'm going to no, sign the ticket. You don't have an option now. Because I'm, I'm, but I'm going to sign the ticket, Mr. Brooks. I'm going to Mr. sign Mr. Brooks. Oh, we saw him. Damn, Mr. Brooks got a ski mask on. What what the hell, Mr. Brooks? Mr. Brooks. Hold on, let me see if I can find it. I'm going to Yo, shit. That's what they was up against. That's Mr. Brooks right there, bro. <laughs> Look, hey. Hey, if that's what I'm up lined up against and the officer show up looking like that, I'm about to be like this here. <laughs> I'm like, yo, so look, you're already intimidated by he's an officer. Now he's showing up looking like this. She hell no. Hey, what you where you want me to sign? Sign the I'm going to sign the ticket. No, I'm not here to play games. With you. I uh -oh. know, but I'm going to sign. Mr. Brooks, I'm going You're to not. sign. Oh, there it is right there. There he is right there. That's what he looked. Oh, my God. How are you challenging this dude? He looked like an enforcer. He looked like the dude, the overseer used to grab the big bull dude. You know what I mean? When you was the runaway slave. That's who you challenging? Oh, bro. Hell no. Sweep the leg. Who's recording that? Is that the guy? I think the brother. I think the brother grabbed the camera. I think the black dude grabbed the camera. The snickle. She's about to sign the ticket. I'm going to sign the ticket. She's about to sign the ticket. That's all it is. I'm going to sign the ticket. That's all she's signed the ticket. You told me you're not. I'm going to sign the ticket now, Mr. Brooks. I'm going to sign the ticket. Oh. Jesus Christ. All right. Hey, look, see, I know people are like, well, she says she's going to sign it, but it is too late. She said she would not sign it. And then when she knew, listen, when you get put under arrest, when he says, I'm going to arrest you, you can't go backwards. You know what I mean? Like, that's like the tow company that comes to get your car and they already filled out the place. They got the truck. 
they got the hook and they gr- grabbing your car. You can't be like, all right, I'll pay whatever the the I'll pay whatever the meter maid said I need to pay. It's too late. They already have your property. They've already got you. As soon as they say you're under arrest, they can't under arrest you. <laughs> Unarrest you. No backsies. You can't unarrest yourself. He can't unarrest you. He's arrested you or detained you. <laughs> no do-overs. She got some big ass tattoos. Anyway. Why don't I have the option, Mr. Brooks? Yeah. No. No, 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 no. You said that you're not going to sign it. That's why you got arrested. Uh-oh. Titties and ass about to be everywhere. Uh-oh. Oh, her bonnet coming off. Her head wrap. I'm telling you that I'm going to sir, I'm going that's to a ninja too, bro. Like Uh-oh. Ooh, what happened to the... Soon as the hair or the wig come out, then the confidence goes down big time. All right? I think there's a lot of confidence by hiding the hair. I'm going to find a ticket. Why am I being arrested? Can you please tell me why I'm being arrested? Sweep the leg. Oh Sweep the so leg. Oh, my God. Please, in the name of Jesus. Did she say she's pregnant? Please, God, why am I being arrested? God, now, now we go in God and Jesus. I'm going to sign a ticket. It's too late, but 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 she's resistant. Oh, there's the brother Sniggle recording, but I I I actually agree with him recording this. Um, that's a good move by him. Good move by this brother right here for grabbing the phone and having the confidence to record that. Um, record police interactions when you can until they tell you you can't and that you're under arrest if you if you don't stop. But good on him for recording. Mr. Brooks, why am I being arrested? What he should have done was told her to shut the hell up. That's what he should have done, but he didn't. Why am I being arrested? He are, oh, my goodness, sister. What happened to the hair? Oh, okay. Imagine you go back, you bring this to the crib. Imagine you bring this to the crib and you get on top of her. And you're pumping and you're and you're pushing and shoving (laughs) and you look down, you open your eyes and this is what you see below you. This is the exact with them damn caterpillar eyelashes. This is what you see at the bottom of your pumping and pushing and shoving. Imagine the horror. After you finish roar and you look down. Oh, my God. You like Lord. Please. (laughs) All of that pumping and pushing and shoving, you finish up and this is what you see below you. You will have a come to Jesus moment really quickly. (laughs) You'll be like, who am I as a person? I can't believe that this is what I was sweating the entire time. (laughs) Wow. That is a wowzers. And she's like, what are we? Where are we going? What type of relationship is this? You need to take me out. (laughs) Imagine that's what you see below you at the end of the night. Oh. (laughs) All right, let's stop. I don't understand why I'm being arrested. Can you please tell me why I'm being arrested? Turn around and put your hands up. Okay, she's resisting arrest at this point. Um, She was told she's not accepting it. And uh, she's not complying at this point. And um, she's going to get her arm broken. Why I'm being arrested. I have the right. I have the right to know. Uh-oh. Oh, my God. Put your hands behind your back. Resist. 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 Resist.
Put your hands behind your back. Put your hands behind your back. Come on, sir. This is unnecessary. What are you doing? This is over this old park. Just put your hands behind your back. I don't understand why I'm being arrested. That's why I'm not putting my hands behind my back. Okay, I mean, listen, this is why people don't want equality. I mean, because when it's time to do in there, you act like a damn 12-year-old child. What allows you to act like a 12-year-old child in this situation? What? You're a woman? You're a black woman? Like what? Aren't you supposed to be mature, more mature than men? We're more mature. We're more mature than men. But we curl up in the fetal position on a simple situation, on a simple citation, and you're crying like a baby. This is absolutely atrocious behavior. I mean, I don't even know what to tell you. There's nothing that you could defend on this one. And we've seen the dude do that. We've seen a male do this, and it did not work out for him. She's actually escalating the situation. And you do find that people do respond this way to law enforcement. And they don't know what to do. So this is how they act. Oh, man. This is plantation damn politics, if you will. I'm not giving me a reason. So why am I giving a, I'm not finna, You didn't have to tell me my rights. You already told me why I'm being arrested. That's exactly why I'm not putting my hands on my back. So you have no right rights or none of that. They don't read you your rights until you're under arrest. I mean, she hasn't. What do you mean? What's wrong with people? You don't get your rights read until I get the handcuffs on you. I can't, I can't read you your rights and you're not fully under arrest yet. This is an adult. This is an adult. This is a mature, equal adult. This is why equality is a myth. <laughs> this is a grown, she was too grown to tell him what she was not going to do, but this is her years, uh, minutes later. Okay. Can I tell you something? This gentleman, black cop, black cop, black cop, this officer could end this in seconds. I want to tell you something here. This officer could end this in seconds. And I'm not talking about taking her life. He could have her arm and shoulder all dislocated, have her hogtied, but he's giving her a lot of respect. He's giving her a lot of respect. He can pull that taser out and have her pissing down her leg right now and pooping all down on the middle of the street right now. But he's not. He's not, and he's holding back significantly. If this was the brother that was on the ground, this brother would have been detained by now. Because he would not have held back. He's holding back. And he's trying and he knows he's being recorded. <laughs> so he's like, I can't break this woman's arm and shoulder. I can't choke her on the esophagus. So I gotta figure out how to get this. Yeah, he handled her with kid gloves, man. <laughs> Please, you have and he's feeling on her titties right now, potentially. I will say that he he's he's a little suspicious right now, brother. He is being a little grab-handed right now. So I will give her that, that he potentially might give him a couple of, he's squeezing the Charmin right now. That's why I'm not putting my hands behind my back. 
You have not told me that you have not read me my rights or anything, and you're steady doing this to me. I don't steady. understand. Can you be steady doing this? This is coming why I get arrested. That's all I'm asking. I just told you. Why? Why? You refused to sign the ticket. I did not. I told you I was going to sign the ticket, Mr. Brooks. No, Mr. Brooks. I told you I was going to sign the ticket. Can I please sign the ticket? Put your hands behind your back. I don't understand. Put your I hands behind your back, I'm man. I'm telling you I'm going to sign the ticket, Mr. Brooks. Well, it's too late, man. I mean, what do we tell you? It's too late. I will sign the ticket. Please. Now, put your hands behind you have not done anything. You're not telling me why I'm going to jail. Sir, this is unnecessary. Put your hands behind your back. By the way, there's no tears coming from her eyes. There's no tears. She's she's what they, they this is called acting hysterical. She's become hysterical. Um, and she's gone. She's gone. There's no coming back. But she is not crying in tears. She's just being hysterical. Back in the day, they would either give her a vibrator or smack her. But uh, they can't do that. Oh, she's gonna start kicking oh in a minute. <laughs> Why don't they lock her hands in front of her? I mean. At this point, just just cuff her hands in front of her. I mean, they they're right there. She, they're the wrists are together, the elbows are together. Just cuff her right there. <laughs> this is how people get hogtied, man. Uh oh, boot. This is this is what brought them here, by the way. This right here is what brought them to the scene. Booty, booty. This is why we were here. If you want to know cause and effect, that brother Sniggle. Came for this right here. All that right there. That's the cause right there. Hey, if, if she was flat backed it, let me tell you, watch this. Watch this. If, if she was this woman, we wouldn't have no scenario right now. Hold up for a second. There would be no scenario, no arrest. Hold up. Where is she at? This woman has the most perfect behind in America. I feel very flattered that anyone would say that I have a perfect but jean designers say natasha wagner's bottom is not too big it's not too small it's just perfect natasha's curves are in all the right places the 34 year old from los angeles is a size six has a 28 inch waist and stands five feet eight inches tall mile long legs yeah if it was that woman there would be no arrest that night nobody would have got arrested maybe sniggle would have got arrested but he wouldn't even have showed up to the scene so this is what happened here. Let's do a couple more moments and then be done with this. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> so y'all are hurting her. <laughs> she's crying because she's getting arrested. She's not in pain. And Sniggle hasn't said one thing to tell her to shut the hell up. Code 
All right, so that means that must mean they got her in handcuffs finally. Oh, maybe they don't. She's still holding her cell phone. <laughs> okay, now they bringing all kind of police to the scene. Oh my god, for this. This is despicable. Atlanta got a lot of brothers. Atlanta got it. Look at all these brothers. Mr. Brooks is there. Mrs. Taylor. Mr. Taylor. Brothers showed up on the scene, so we got to take racism out of it, potentially. What's your name, sir? That's three brothers off. That's three black off. Or maybe that's two. Hold up. Turn it down. All these police officers for one straggle. One. Just one. This woman caused all of this interruption. <laughs> Are we serious? She caused all of this. There you go, pushing her weave in the building, right? Where y'all taking? Where y'all taking her? To jail. What do you mean back up? Y'all don't. She's hurting right now. She is not hurting. She's not crying. What do you mean take care? We were just here for a party. Now she's dying. Oh, my God. oh, this one. Oh, man. This one brother right here was about to pimp slap the hell out of him. All right. He was he's not he's not for the games. That's four brothers there. Damn. Ain't no white dudes on the scene. This is all black cops. So there goes racism. You got to throw that out. She won't even get in the car. They going to tighten her shit up. She ain't hurt. She ain't hurt. On that, I gotta pat her down. They need a female cop to do that because she's too curvaceous. Titties all coming out. Yeah, that's too much. You don't want a sexual charge there. There's a video. Of, never mind. There's a video of a white cop doing this to a black woman. He frisked the hell out of her, and her, his partner was like, "Nah, you're doing too much." Can I have my phone? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so anyway, that ends all of that right there. She, hey. Right when she was going in, <laughs> can I have my phone? <laughs> what? <laughs> How reprehensible. Let's do a poll here. She was like, <laughs> oh, can I have my phone? She said it all serious. What happened to the crying? Did you guys see that? That's what you guys got to know, man. These people are faking when they're crying. She stopped her crying mid-cry. Oh, can I have my phone? No, you can't have your phone. You're under arrest. Let's see here. Let's see if he's here. Let me see if I can pull it up. Hold up. <laughs> oh, can I have my phone? Oh, my God. Can I have my phone? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Anybody who thinks she was crying for real, that's the end right there. <laughs> Lord Jesus. Oh, can I have my phone? Thank you. All right, let's get to the... Um, chats here if anybody who thinks i was shuffling today who thinks i, was I can do some shuffling too look out man what you going to do boys is coming through yeah man yeah man how she switching up that easily oh my lord jesus christ help me lord jesus lord oh can i get that phone real quick all right hold on for a second they ain't let me sign into my PayPal. They was like, new, 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 new world order. Oh, I got in. All right. Uh, where are we at here? 
I think I had uh I think I had this brother right here. Oh, Jim Sound got money today. Okay. Jim Sound definitely got money today. Uh Jim Jim Status. Did I say Jim Sound? Jim Status, I think. Yeah. Jim Status says if a step Oh, I got you already. All right. I got you already on that one. I was like, "Why you got money, Jim?" We got uh who is this right here? Greaseman says, I was raised in Cincinnati suburbs, but but I got an apartment in the hood in Cincinnati and Houston to save money. My place being broken into and the shootings I witnessed was enough. I bought a home out in rural central Texas where everyone is conservative and humble. H-Town is no longer a safe place to be. Anyone tries to break in now, they'll be met with three other folks before getting to me. He says, 8K47 semi-automatic shotgun, 40 cal. Smith and Wesson, Mr. A AR-15, or the 45 combine uh carbine rifle. He says, get out of the hood and borrow those guys. Don't try saving it. Get out of the cities because ish is about to hit the fans. Sorry for the long rant, coach. It's all good. But you guys don't see it. You know, I know people want to save it. I know there's a sense of we can save this and put it back on the rails. But uh the problem is you have a generational problem. The generations are too distinct so there's always going to be an older age people who get a little bit of wisdom your testosterone increases from the male side the energy increases from the female side and there's a sense of hey we can put this back on the rails but um let's say you're 49 years old and you're a brother hey man we need to get the community we need to go to philadelphia we need to save the community the problem is there's 19 year old 20 and 21 year old young men and women that do not give a f they don't care about none of your ish. And they were you, like they are now who you were when you were 20 and they was telling y'all young brothers, like all the movies, like Menace to Society and Boys in the Hood. Hey, man, we didn't have no damn ships. All right, you know why they wanted to put the crack in the hood? They want us to kill ourselves. And you sitting there, yeah, man, yeah, man. And then you go out there and you start shooting up and, and chasing booty and whatnot. The younger generation don't care. And they never will until they get older. But you'll be old and dead and rotten in the ground, right? And then these people will cause all kind of havoc. And then they'll try to get the younger generations to get on board. And they don't care. <laughs> they don't give a damn. They out here trapping. And they out here doing whatever they do. They don't care. And that's the problem you have. It ain't going to be Uncle Tom's like me and shuffling ass ninjas like me. That you got to get over. We already gone. They they look. We already out. It's the young people that you need to get on board. And I'm gonna tell you, it's it's damn near impossible to get them all on board. They ain't with they ain't with the bullshit. As they say, they ain't with the shits. It's a vicious cycle. Until you get the younger generation in check, and that they receive the younger generation can't even respect you because they see who you are. They see you done made uh, 50, 11 mistakes. They see you out here on child support. They see you out here simping. Still, you're still 40 and 50 years old simping. They see you out here still living with your mammy. They still, they still see you out here, your mammy. You, you can't even get control of your mammy's mouth. Uh, they're like, bro, man, we, we, we're not going to be like you. And they're going to interracially date, and they're going to go out and travel. They're going to be part of the passport bros. They don't care. <laughs> they do not care. So that's your main problem. All right, shout out to Simon Small, donating to him collection plate. 
Hashtag nasty boys and free agent for life. Thank you for being here. God says, sent demon girl on IG. Wait, sent demon girl on IG from 25 Gons 510. I can't remember what that's referring to. Paul, uh, the Scorpion King is in the building. He says, CGA, do a highlight on Terica Williams from FAMU. Oh, I saw that story. I didn't even go into it. The young black uh, educated woman who posed nude on the Florida A&M campus, somewhere on the campus, and, um, you know, shot herself in the collective foot with the education, strong and educated, but I'm going to go out there and waggle my tail out in front of everybody nude. Hey, man, it's gone, bro. It's gone. Y'all can't y'all can blame me all y'all want until y'all keep y'all women in check. See, y'all can't even keep your women in check. It's over. It's over. These young women coming out with no daddies and degrees from black universities and still out here poking their booty out na naked. Y'all can try to blame me all you want. Forget about it. What y'all got? Y'all got some smoke for her? What y'all gonna tell that sister? See, it's always dudes just trying to blame me, but you're too cowardice to keep women in check. Just like Sniggle right here. And that's going to be the, the Achilles heel of the community. Dudes trying to keep other dudes in check. You can't even keep your women in check. Uh, other communities have their women in check to a certain extent. Like, they women can't get out of control for the most part. Unfortunately. I mean, I wish we can change this their women can't get out of control <laughs> they can't like there's always a sense of a patriarchy or some sort of control where they'd be like well i was gonna get out of check but let me rein it in because they know they'll get dropped off they'll get left um you know many of these men are on the higher scale they'd be like look man your ass gonna get start rolling down the hills of the suburbs if you keep act acting up but a lot of times there's a sense of, hey, I'm already at the bottom, so what do I have to lose? Anyway. Yeah, somebody said honor deletings. Yeah, if your, your daughter get out of control, you shame the family name. There's still a sense of that, but when you don't have that over here, it's a rapsky. rapsky. Um, and sorry, we're not picking on BWs for any particular reason, but a lot of times people challenge me on it. I'm like, you can't even take your mama and your grandmammy and... And your own daughter and your own baby mama slap them all across the face like three stooges, poke this one in the eye, yank this one's nose, tie this one's earlobes up, backhand pimp slap. You can't even do that. And those are the women closest to you. You can't even, you, you, those are the four women closest to you, and they're running roughshod over you. All four of them are. <laughs> the hell you want to do? Then let's not talk about your girlfriend and your wife. Please, your baby mama threatening you every day. Your daughter giving you the middle finger. Your mammy telling you to, you better not cuss around me, and you're a full-ass adult. And your grandmama telling you, boy, take this trash out. Get that trash out, boy, and respect your elders. You can't even do nothing to those four women. What you going to do? <laughs> All right. I challenge you, the next guy that tries to call me out for this community thing, I challenge you to pull rank over your own four female family members. I bet you, you can't do it. Pull rank. Tell them, you know what? The hell with what y'all going on. Y'all going to listen to me. 
everybody sit down. If you get out of order, your ass getting dropped off in the damn projects. Everybody listen. Pull rank on all four. I bet you you can't do it. <laughs> all right. Anyway. Uh, shout out to Tay Tay in the building. He says black women just be embarrassing themselves. They they brought she brought that all on to herself. That was nothing. There was no racist. There was nothing really the officer said. He said three things the entire video. Um, give me your ID, sign this ticket, you're gonna go to jail. That's basically what he said. <laughs> then these guys were like, Well, we don't want to do all of that. Okay. All right, shout out to Gemini Ryder. He says she's playing Candy Crush. <laughs> yeah, for sure. She was playing Candy Crush and Sniggle was looking over like, what are you doing? Oh, man. Oh, what a, what a sad day. No government name. CGA, during my afternoon walk yesterday, I discovered a straggle BW living in the parking lot of my condo. I helped her carry her bags to her car since she asked. She was asking me mad questions. Once I was done, I shuffled up out of there, man. The bears are desperate. They wanted, she wanted to move in with you. And she wanted to see if you was going to simp for that booty. Booty. Because a lot of guys will. You'll throw your whole life away for that. But I'm seeing a lot more. I know some people were like, I don't see homeless women. I'll be like, I've seen them everywhere. <laughs> um, Actually, I went to the Raiders game. And I'm driving back to the crib. I get to an intersection. And there's a black girl. Walking across the street, she looked like she was probably on drugs, right? She's walking down the street, and um, she gets to the corner. She kind of goes past, but then the car drove by and said something, and she kind of ran back to the car, towards the car. I think maybe she might have been selling some boohoo tea. And then she got to a bus stop. By the time I could see her, by the time I was driving forward, she was at a bus stop. Across the street was an old white woman with a sign. I was like, where do y'all not see all the homeless women? I see them everywhere. I'm like, these hoes are winning. I'm like, where? Shout out to Sizzo. Ku Klux Keisha took a major L from Ninja Brooks. Coach, you have uh, to clip the two. Can I have my phone? Or I have, wait, you have to clip. Can I have my phone? I definitely going to clip that. <laughs> Let's get back to the show. Somebody says she's going to play the mental health card. Yep. She's going to play the mental health card. She has bipolarism. She has, um, I'm saying, if you have all of these things, how do you function in society? Let's talk about equality. Obviously, you saw that situation where uh, the equality was not the same. The equality don't work the same. Um, this clip, let me play this clip by, it's on Vlad TV. Let me see if I can pull it up here. This is a clip I want to play from you on Vlad TV. Um, it, it's referencing Mary J. Blige's, Mary J. Blige's divorce. I got to pull up the audio because Vlad, the officer himself, be tripping on copyright. All right. So let me see if I can pull it up here. The comedian's name is Lunell. As you can see, you'll be able to see her. I know you guys going to have mad jokes about Lunell, but we'll go ahead and pump, plump her up on the screen. All right. And let you guys go in, if you will. Many of you guys don't know Lunell. But there she is, <laughs> as I look for the audio for this particular uh, piece here. You guys can have some fun at the at Lunell's expense. She's a comedian, so I know she knows what's going on. All right. Let's see here. Oh, damn it. My thing's not synced to my Bluetooth. Let me see here. Let me pair. 
Oh, it should be synced to it. Oh, man, this is going to mess it up, actually. Let me see. Oh, no, 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 no. It's here. All right, so now it's finally synced. Okay, so <laughs> here it is right here. Uh, Lunell's been in plenty of uh, movies here and all this stuff. She's a comedian. But I want you to listen to her. They're talking about Mary J. Blige's divorce. All right, Mary J. Blige is a singer, as you guys know. The, 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 what do you call her? The queen of R&B, hip-hop? Something like that. I want you to hear her. And Mary J. Blige, we'll go through the divorce. She's received, uh, Mary J. Blige's husband is receiving alimony from Mary J. Blige. Now, this is a woman who stands up for women's issues. She calls it like, like it is, but she also is going to be hypocritical of why Mary J. Blige's husband should not receive alimony. All right, that's the point of this clip, and then we'll go on to the breaks of breaking down what equality is, what it looks like. Let's go ahead and play it. Do you think that someone's ex-husband deserves alimony if they marry someone much richer than them? I mean, women do it all the time. All right, it was at that point she puts on her glasses. So let me think about that. <laughs> all right, so here it is right here. Vlad asked her, do you, the, do you think rich women should have to be forced to pay husband's alimonies, right? We always hear that, hey, you married, and that's the rule, the state this, and that's what marriage is. But now, <laughs> here it is an opportunity for her to be like, hey, you know what? Fair game's fair game. Equality's equality. But no, she puts she puts her glasses on instead. Let me, let me get back to you on that one, because... <laughs> Um, women, you know, women then had the babies though and stuff. They see, well, it's different. It's different. Women have babies. Men don't have babies. So we're going to use that against him. He shouldn't be able to get, that's not al alimony has to do with marriage. It doesn't have to do with child support. So you're saying because women have babies that they all of a sudden don't need to pay alimony or be getting, giving alimony. What? Well, women have the babies and stuff. Let's hear what she has to say. Oh, Alan, she didn't have any babies. I know she didn't. And so, what does he really need money for? Listen, when you get divorced and you're married, and there's a person that has, by the way, this ex husband was her manager at one particular point. So he's getting portions of her income, just like when the boxer, um, when the boxer Shane Mosley, Sugar Shane, got divorced, his ex wife was her his manager, and so she got proceeds. From the not only the marriage, but also being a manager. So this is the same situation. When she got when Sugar Shane Mosley's wife got his three championship belts, nobody said nothing. Women didn't outcry anything. But in this situation, oh well, why does he need the money? And why is he this? And he's a deadbeat. Crazy, huh? Living the lifestyle of a fucking king for all these years. If he didn't stack some bread during that time, shame on his ass. Okay. So here it is right here. He was married to Mary J. He should have put some money to the side himself. It's his fault. He didn't put no money to the side when he got divorced. Wait a minute. What? Are you kidding me? So in this situation here, let's flip it. If Mary J. Blige was the duty, du dutiful wife and he was the entertainer, and Mary J. Blige was living like a queen and didn't stack no money to the side and they got divorced and he left her on the street, right? She should have stacked money, right? In these streets. Boy, oh boy. 
Now, all of a sudden, God, this is why I tell you they do not want equality. When it comes down to paying the piper and you come up to it, equality is not what they want. They start shuffling. Let's continue. I bet you these bitches tax some bread. I know I know, I know I would. I mean, how much did a Bill Gates' wife make? <laughs> you know, you after living a, nobody to them. You know, with a bunch of full-grown kids at this point. Uh, what about uh Jeff Bezos' wife? How much did how many billions did she get during that? Well, divorce? just to put up with this bullshit, because they're probably a big snore at the house. She deserved the money. <laughs> she deserves 40 billion because mm, yeah. he snored a little too loud. Shit. Right. You can you get like special ears made for yourself. Like <laughs> all right. So listen, this is that was the clip that I wanted to show you in that situation, the double standard. Now she's like, well, he probably snored too loud. And she's a comedian. We have to give her that. But again, this proves the shuffling. This blues the idea that they don't really want equality. And let me break this down. We'll get to Mary J. Blige. Let me break down the three levels of equality. First, there's equality in rights. All right. So when people say equality, sometimes we're talking about we want equality in rights. We want to be able to have legally to be able to accomplish things that you have legally. We want to not be under threat and duress and terrorism because you're not. So we want equal rights. We want social level equality. Like, I want to be able to have the same rights as you. That's one level of equality. That seems comprehensible. You can comprehend that. Yes, you should have the same rights as me. Okay, I can go with that. Then there's equality of opportunities. You should have similar levels of opportunities, right? Like, uh, the, there shouldn't be a separate but equal classroom and then when we go to one classroom one classroom has more than the others like so the school should be equal and there should be equal opportunity coming out of schools now that's a that's a pipe dream but for the most part people are given enough information to have somewhat equal opportunity now when you get into class argument that goes away because if i can afford a private school if i can afford homeschooling if i can afford these my kids probably going to have better opportunities than your kids if you send your kids to low-budget public schools, it's going to be a big difference on the equality of the next one, which is the most important. But opportunities, many people, many people should have equality and opportunities, meaning you could be able to achieve something financially on an equal level. Now, because classism and the way things work with generations, we probably will never get there. But that's not going to, I'm not going to undermine that by saying, there's also people who have plenty of opportunities and they fumble the bag. Okay. For instance, let me give you a, for instance, for instance, there have been people who have made millions of dollars in sports in music and they fumbled it. And you have to look and go, well, if this country was truly racist, they wouldn't have been able to make millions of dollars. If they were very much hating women and there was a guy, not, I mean, a, a patriarchy, these female singers wouldn't be able to become multimillionaires. Now, at the end of it, many of these people fumble the bag. When given a significantly great opportunity, and then they come up with all kinds of excuses. It was Jermaine's fault. So, yeah, lottery winners. You can, win, you can win the lottery. You can get promotion. You can get laws that favor you and give you opportunities, and sometimes you fumble the bag. You, you, you don't take advantage of it. Or you could have married wealthy when you were 19, and you were like, no, nah, I was too young. I didn't want to marry wealthy. And then at 34, you're like, I'm looking for a man with money. I got money. You fumbled the opportunity, right? You met the best possible mate who was going to lead you into great things when you were 19 and 20. But they said, no, nah, girl, you too young. Go live your life. 
be in these streets. In these streets. And you fumble the bag. All right. So listen, there's opportunities there. Sometimes you don't see the opportunity knocking and you ignore it. Let's go to the last level of equality, which is the most despicable one that really is what people want. So we got rights, opportunity. The one equality that people want is this one, and that's the equality and outcome. The outcome equality. The argument is at the end, we should all have the same. Now, that's despicable. That's, our, that's egregious, and that's mostly what, what women want. And that's mostly what a lot of people want. They want the equality and outcome. Many people already have the rights. They already have the opportunities. But many times they're so dumb or they fumble the bag, they want the equality outcome, no matter what choices they made in life. No matter how many opportunities in bags they fumbled, no matter how many times that you had the right to be able to do what you wanted to do and you never used that right to do whatever you wanted to do, you went out there to shake your ass. Now, there's other people that were diligent and very patient and careful about the way they lived their lives and they got a certain outcome. But you lived your life like a piece of shit. And now all of a sudden you want to say, hey, we should have the same thing. Oh, hell no. That's not how it works. But then what people will say is because I'm a woman, because of my race, I don't have the same outcome as everybody else. See, that ain't going to work. Or when the shoe's on the other foot and you do have the same outcome or you have a better outcome than the other ones. You don't want to do your part and pay your taxes and give back or pay me an alimony. Oh, well, it shouldn't matter now. Because equality doesn't matter. Same thing as Lunell was said. Hey, I want equality. But when the shoe's on the other foot, there's no such thing as equality. See, this is the trap that people lay when they say they want equality. What you think is that they want rights and opportunities. But what they really want is these lazy people want equality and outcome. That's what they want. They want the end result to be the same. I want the big house and the big hills in the suburbs. I want this. But you've been divorced three and four times and you a baby mama. With Pookie and Chad. Now, or, and now you want to marry a dude that's on the way up. That's a quality outcome. You just want the outcome to work out for you. And that simply doesn't, that's not how it works. Okay, let me give you some statistics here, if you guys will share with me. When I show you equality, the difference between equality and rights, equality and opportunity, and equality and outcome, equality and outcome is what people are searching for. And they keep bringing this bullshit up. How about this? Uh, here it is right here says nearly 98% of people receiving alimony are women. Now, it makes sense, hypergamy. It makes sense women want to marry up. Women don't want to date down. So they typically marry somebody that's in a better financial situation. But 98% of people receiving outcome are women. <laughs> Sorry, alimony are women. That's significant. So when the shoe's then on the other foot, they'd be like, nah. Only men pay alimony. Women, if you're in the better financial position and you marry a broke dude, no alimony for you. How about this? It says here they're talking about child support. Naturally, it says right here they're talking about uh, what percentage of child support actually gets paid. And then it says naturally, it says uh, naturally this all, all adds up to an outstanding, lots of outstanding child support. So they said most men that pay child support, there's, only the child support only receives 40% of the actual child support orders nationwide. You guys should lower that. You guys should lower it to about 10% and bankrupt their ass. But it says right here, naturally, this all adds up to a lot of outstanding child support. In 2011, 
America's custodial fathers were owed a total of $1.7 billion. That's from women that owed men child support. But custodial mothers were owed $12.1 billion. So $12.1 billion was owed to mothers, but only $1.7 was owed to fathers in outstanding child support. Keep in mind, moms who are owed child support outnumber dads almost nine to one. Nine to one. Nine to one. Child support going from mom, going from dad to mom. That's where's the equality in that? And now people that use the Lunell argument, you sound like a double, you sound like a hypocrite now. You sound just like Lunell. Well, well, we have the babies and we need to keep. Okay, so you're not equal. No, no, no. We need equal. Oh, no, no, no. You're trying to balance this bullshit out and, 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 and keep custody so that the men are paying you child support. How come dads aren't getting their child support? How come dads aren't getting custody equally around uh, across the board? Oh, 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 they start shuffling like Lunell. Oh, well, we have the babies and we have, nah, hell no. See, this is what they don't want. And a lot of times you men that push for women's equalities and don't push for men's inequalities, you're the problem here because men don't have any rules against paternity fraud. Men don't have mandatory DNA testing. There's a lot of things that men don't have in terms of equality and you don't say nothing, but the minute one woman reaches up, these deadbeat dudes out here, you co-signing for them. You co-sign him. And then when I bring it up, I hate women. All right. You know what I mean? How about this? Let's talk about this. Here's Mary J. Blige recently, February 14th, Valentine's Day, 2022. This is her at the Super Bowl. I couldn't pay my rent. Guys, you know how many men that are on alimony and child support that can't pay their rent, that have to move back to their parents, that have to live in studio apartments, and then in essence can't date? They can't afford to date, nor can they bring their mate back to the studio apartment because they're handcuffed by alimony and child support. But we're supposed to feel sorry for Mary J. Blige because she was a rich woman who had plenty of opportunity, plenty of um, rights, and now she chose to get married, and now she's mad the system worked against her. She reveals she had to go on tour to pay alimony and uh, following her divorce. Well, I had to go back to work. I had to take two jobs. I had to work uh, third shift. I had to work I had to work uh, as a security officer in the middle of the night. Men have to do this shit all the time. Not only that, men have to go to jail when they don't pay. Yeah, man. You got to pay those bills. You got to pay rent. You want to pay your bills? You want to pay rent? You want to get Starbucks? You better work, bitch. You want to get groceries? You want to feed your cats? You want to watch Netflix? You better work, bitch. Hey, shit, that's how it goes. Nobody can feel sorry for you. And so she's still singing that whole thing, singing that sad song. Oh, man, I got married. I had to pay my manager off. I had to do this and that. Here it is right here. She was ordered to pay $30,000 a month in alimony to her ex-husband. Originally, her lawyers requested quadruple. His lawyers requested quadruple the amount to help him sustain his lifestyle. Shame on you. Isaacs claimed that he quote, has experienced physical manifestations of stress and emotional dis uh, distress, god damn, from the matter, 
which has caused him to become hospitalized. Lord have mercy. The singer's former manager further claimed that he had become unemployable and without her financial support, he would be destitute and paying rent has become impossible. <laughs> All right, this sounds like a woman. Now, if this was a woman, they'd be like, how dare him? How dare you? All right, and so she he basically paid the reverse Uno card on her, and she was mad. She's like, I'm not happy. And everybody calling him a deadbeat. Okay, if he's a deadbeat, equality-wise, what are the women, the 98% of women, receiving alimony? Anyone? See, that would be equality. You can't use the woman card. It was like, well, men need to. No, that's no longer equality. What about the nine out of 10 women that are receiving an old child support? And the nine out of 10 dads that got an old child support back to what? What equality is that? Mm. What part of the Now, when you switch to a gender argument, well, Men should do and women should. You lost the argument on equality. You basically showed up as a hypocrite. This is Kevin Federline. You guys know Kevin Federline knocking up Britney Spears twice. Now he's on Instagram pandering. He's receiving alimony and child support, actually has custody of the kids, primary custody of the kids. And what Kevin Federline did was record or he got recordings of Britney Spears's parenting. And uh, let's go ahead and play you a little bit. And this is right here. Kevin Ferdeline got on uh, Instagram to say, look, this is how Britney Spears yells at our sons. And he says, I could not sit back and let our sons be accused in this way after what they've been through. As much as it hurts us, we've decided as a family to post these videos the boys took when they were 11 and 12. This isn't even the worst of it. The lies have to stop. I hope our kids grow up to be better than this. To be fair, it just sounds like she's disciplining them, but let's continue. It's not fine. You all better start respecting me. Are we clear? Yeah. And when Robin calls and you're all, you're all, even Robin's a fucking kid. She goes, what have you been doing to your kids? You're all, you all need to start treating me like a woman with worth. I am a woman. Okay. Be nice to me. Do you understand? Yeah. She turned into a country ass Baton Rouge mama in a minute. All right. Where's she from? Slidell. I think she's from Slidell. So let's just say what happened here. All right. Just to, just to fill you in. This is a classic case of Kevin Federline with the majority custody using a case of a parent parenting her children and basically saying this is abuse. All right. There's more to the video. Now, parents use this all the time. Mothers use this against fathers all the time. Mothers call CPS. They use videos. They get online and they get all kind of, oh, my God, that evil man disciplining you. He cursed in front of the kids. What type of guy? Now, Kevin did it, and they literally was like this. They were like, how dare you put that video out on her? It just sounds like she's parenting him. (laughs) Uh, She's just parenting, right? So the double standard is the lack of equality here. Women have gotten custody of kids with less than that. With just claims of abuse, no video. Women have gotten custody of kids. But when Kevin put the videos out, guess what happened? It was like, how dare he put these videos out of her? This isn't this bad. 
So he shows she cussed in front of the kids. It just sounds like she's disciplining them, which is true. I believe there's nothing there. However, the reaction to it is not equal. The reaction is not equal. If a woman, if that was Kevin Federline saying the same thing to the kids, they'd be saying he needs to lose custody. Right? This is what we know. And he got basically a no response from that when they were like, come on, man, you're doing too much. All right, what about this? Let's give you some more statistics. So we want equality, but check it, check this out. Well, let's go to the military. Let's go to the military. Obviously, there's no selective services for women. They get to achieve the right to vote, but not put any skin in the game. When men get their right to vote, we're talking about equality of rights, which we talked about earlier. In order to for men to receive their right to vote, they have to register for selective services at 18, which means if there happens to be a draft, which we could have one anytime soon now, the men between 18 and 30, I believe, are eligible for the draft, and that's just to get their right to vote. Not only that, they have to not get a felony and uh, or something like that. There's other reasons that they can get their vote taken away. And women, on the other hand, don't have that. Uh, so we don't have equality. We don't have equality in rights. We don't have equality in opportunity there, or the, the outcome is not even equal. But says right here, women are making up more of the military, but are more likely to leave earlier. So here's the equality of opportunity. That doesn't turn out into the equality of outcome, yet now we have to realize, let's make this a quality of outcome. It's not equal to even begin with. The right to be in the military is not even equal to begin with. The right of selective service is not even equal to begin with. Can we? Did we skip that? Yes, we did. The opportunity of equality of opportunity is there, but even with the equality of opportunity, the outcome doesn't pan out. Why? We need to really understand why. Because they're going there, but why are they leaving? Now people are going to be like, "Well, they're sexually harassed." And they're... listen, I see too many military women going in making TikToks of them dancing in the in the brig. It's the brigs. What is the 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 where y'all sleep at? Shout out to everybody that's um served in the military. But um we don't even have this right now. It says right here active military duty 2004 16.5% the barracks. Did I say the brig? <laughs> the barracks. Not only that, there's military women that can get on Instagram and they can slick their hair back and they'll be pretty, attractive women, and they'll get all kind of Instagram likes. They'll get all kind of the Briggs is the jail shot. All right, shout out, shout out to me. Give me a L. All right, but um uh there's women out here, they'll get into their military gear, and then they'll get all kind of Instagram accolades, and dudes in the military don't get shit. She got an OnlyFans damn near in the military, or she got a little fan base. I see that all the time. Where's the equality in outcome? There's not there. All right, what about this? We're going to get into some dirty statistics now. All right, here we go. The psychology degree uh, department, I've talked about this. Data from the APA, Reading Rainbow, Center for Work Studies, Workforce Studies, show that women make up 76% of new psychology doctorates. <laughs> that sounds like a place where I'm not going. 
So all the new doctorates that come out of the psychology field, 76% are women. Why are they choosing this? I could go into all kinds of reasons why they're choosing this. I don't want to sound misogynist. How dare you? But this sounds like a choice to me, but the outcome's not going to be the same. 74% as earlier uh, early career psychologists and 53% of the psychology workforce. That's an L. This phenomenon is not uh, unique to psychology. Other fields such as law and education have seen the influx of women as well. I mean, why? You ever see these women in there? They're, they're, they're taking the American flag and putting the rainbow flag up. Now, I'm not, I don't care. I'm going to teach my kids about gay rights. You're like, why? why? Why are we doing this? And you wonder why your kid's coming out limp-wristed in sachets and Sinchantan. All right, what about this one? 82% of social workers are female. And this is hurting men. Guess what? Nobody cares. Nobody cares. So if you're dealing with social workers, odds are if you're a man, you're going to take an L. Where's the equality here? And why aren't men being pushed into social work? Why aren't we have more social worker men? Why are there's a need? Why is there a why are women running to do social work? Do we need all these social workers? <laughs> right? What are we doing? Why are people choosing to be that? And then you don't get the equality outcome. Women make less money. Well, you chose to be a social worker. You chose. New, 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 new world order. You chose to be a psychologist with a psychologist psychology degree. New, 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 new world order. A psychology doctorate. I mean, I don't know, brother. Shout out to everybody that has that as a doctorate degree. But listen, I'm going to tell you, as a woman, you ain't going to make a lot of money, bro. You can open up your little office and get your little your little thing, your little, your little pond with the little water streaming through it, whatever you call that, with the little plant, your little bonsai plant in the corner with your office over there, trickling through, giving you a little bit of sound there, get your little office with your desk and your assistant that's not there. We're waiting in the lobby. You show up late to appointments, sitting there waiting for you to tell us what's wrong with our marriages and whatnot. <clears throat> Jesus. Where's the equality at? Well, it seems like, Let's look at the statistics here. Uh, here we go. Uh, statistically, it says men sort into college majors that end up paying more. So again, what you what we have is equal rights. I know people are going to be like, what about early termination of pregnancy? Well, that's equal too. Um, we have equal opportunity. But when getting down to it, men sort into college majors that end up paying more. Oh. Look, there's more women this way, more men this way. Here's the damn pay level. Here's the line between rich and poor. And here's where the women are trickling. Here's where they're trickling down here. But the men are over here above this line. Then they say gender pay gap. Nope. Then they say we need to bring up the women to make uh, as much money. But you're over here. You're over here making this money right here. Then when it comes down to making this right here, making over here, the men are up here, bro. I mean, it's just it's just too simple. Same as the NBA, WNBA argument. People still, well, they deserve to make equal pay than the NBA. How? Like, it's no, there's no way. There's too many reasons as to why that is impossible. <laughs> but yet we have these arguments. Well, they're doing the same sport, so their outcome should be the same. You see what I mean? No. It's there's a no, that's an automatic no. And then the worst part of it, John Sally's of the world be simping 
Well, yeah, you know. Well, you know. Well, you know the game ain't the same. They could also do this for African-American population. Have you ever seen this chart? Have you ever seen this chart? This chart is going to, is this chart right here tells the, it tells the story. Check this out. African-Americans in college majors and earnings. It says right here, the top 10 majors by percentage of African-Americans bachelor's degree holdings. And uh, when we are saying this, we're also including that most bachelor degrees are obtained by, Afri I'm sorry, yeah, by African-American women uh, by per capita, but also compared from between African-American men and women, I would say 60% or better are African-American women who receive bachelor's degrees, right? Right. Uh, look at my African-American over here. Somebody wants look me to him. zoom in. Are you the greatest? I'll zoom in. You know in. what I'm talking about? I'll zoom in. So here it is right here. Okay. So we have a racial pay gap, racial disparity, top 10 majors by percentage of African-American bachelor's degrees holders. Uh, health and health and medical administrative services was the highest. Now they have a chart below this. They have a chart below this. That's going to tell you where the money is. Human services and community organization. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Shout out to everybody with that degree. Human. What is that? What? Are, see, that for some reason, y'all go to college and just fumble the bag. The whole damn bag. Social work. You wonder why you can't pay back the college debt. Public administration. There's always this sense of organizing. We got to organize. Criminal justice and fire protection. Criminal justice, yes, that's good. I can see that one. Sociology, computer and information systems, all right, human resources and personnel management. There we go with the organization. I'm going to be in charge. Middle management, interdisciplinary social sciences. There it is again. Pre-legal, pre-law and legal studies. Pre-law, not, not full outlaw. All right, so now. They chart down here the 10 highest earning majors for African-American. I can guarantee you none of these are going to be down here. Zero. Let's go down. Let's look at the top 10% percentage wise and see if these are the highest earning. Pharmaceutical, industrial, uh, industrial and manufacturing engineering, chemical engineering, electrical engineering, mechanical engineering, computer engineering, civil engineering. Nursing, nursing makes it, health and medical administration services, general engineering, computer science. All right, the computer might be, you can say they make it. All right, let's look down here. Let's look down here. The lowest earning majors for African-Americans. Uh-oh, I bet you eight out of 10 of the top majors get down here in the lowest earning. I bet. Early childhood education, I would say that's got to be 90% women. Human services and community organization, there it is right there. That's number two. Area ethnic and civilization studies. All right, where would that go under? That's got to go under one of these. Inter interdisciplinary social sciences, there it is right there. Family and consumer science, I don't know what, the, what is that? That's got to be human services and community order. What is that? 
drama and theater arts. All right, that wasn't up there, but that's not a surprise. Miscellaneous industrial arts and consumer services. All right, going up. Uh, that's got to be up here. One of these got to be up here. Consumer services. <laughs> what the fuck? What is that? You even know what that is? Social work. Social work. All right, that's up there. Social work. That's literally up there. Physical fitness, parks, and recreation and leisure. Mm, that's got to be up there somewhere. All right, here we go. Theology and religious vocations. And philosophy and religious studies. All right. It says most of the majors on the list of the lowest medium earnings for African-Americans with bachelor's degrees tend to be part of the intellectual and caring profession. Intellectual and caring. There's no money in intellectual and caring. So you keep going in there. And majoring in that, but you forget the sciences and the math, the STEM, the, the you forget that. And then you wonder why there's a pay gap. As you can see, who do they put as the person here? It's a woman. You see this? It's a it's a black woman. 60, damn near 70% of the bachelor degrees are going to this cohort. And they're saying I'm strong and independent, but guess where the money is at, bro? It's it's too easy. It's way too easy. Now, there's dudes that are earning six figures in the hood, but they're doing blue-collar work. What do we do to blue-collar work? We shat all on them. Ah, blue-collar guy, you're a loser. But there's a lot of blue-collar guys that are killing it. But they're losers, right? Even when they do make it. Have you ever had this situation happen? You're a, um, a high-earning guy. There's women says, I want my guy to be high earning, have his own house, cars, and whatever he has. You'll have it, but you'll be out of the norm profession. You won't be a white collar guy. You won't be a white collar guy. They'll shit on you. You'll be like, <laughs> you'll be like, holy shit. Like you literally, I want my guy to be stable. I want him to have good credit. I want him to have six figures. A house, a car, and they'll be like, ah, you, nah, you're a loser. You wear a uniform to work. You're like, <laughs> that's when you go forget it. There's no helping them. But this is the old thing. But the, the, the reality is, I don't think people want equality. I think people want handouts. People want to be given. Have you ever heard this? Men need to give women equal rights. How do I give you? Equal rights. Okay, what you want is equal rights. Okay, uh, legally, you can do all of this. Are you happy? They like this. I'm not happy. <laughs> okay, uh, socially, you can have these equal rights. But you do realize that I don't have equal rights e either socially. Like the whole alimony, child support, marriage. I don't have equal rights, but I guess I can give you equal rights. Here you go. And they'd be like, Okay, um, I'll give you equal opportunities, too. All right, you guys can show up to the military. You can show up to Mr. George's uh, construction site. You can show up as firefighters. You can show up as police officers. You can, you can do all of that. And then they'll say, I'm not happy. <laughs> okay, what is it that you want? Well, we want equal pay. Okay, well, it's illegal for me to hire two employees that do the same job and pay them differently. It's actually illegal. The human resource department will be down my throat. 
So you're both getting paid to do the same job in the same location. But that person makes X amount of dollars in a different location. See, that's equality of outcome. It doesn't matter what they make over there. That's not what the equality, that's not what equality means. So you can't just take an obscure person doing the same job that you have living in Los Angeles and you live in Kansas City. That's two different places, two different locations, two different jobs. That's not the same job. But what they do is equality of outcome. They take all the social workers and they say, well, the men make more than the women. Well, the social workers in L.A. make more than the social workers in San Bernardino. I'm sorry. You can't take that argument and say men make more than women. Not only that, the man that got the degree in social work probably did a little bit more and worked a little bit more. They didn't show up late. They didn't leave early for work. And they actually got to the position that they had. Matter of fact, there's probably guys in that industry that actually didn't get promotions because they wanted to promote a woman. Have you ever been in that situation? You're working hard. You're grinding. And they say, hey, we have a job opening. It's a promotion. Oh, I want to put my name in this promotion. Ah, we're looking for a woman for this job. Mm. What kind of equality is that? <laughs> well, you guys had your chance in the 1950s. What does that have to do with equality today? You can't just even it out by just giving women opportunity. But here's another one. And then I'll go into the uh, chats. Did you know? That if you have a company that you start in the state of California and you have a board, so you, you start an S-Corp or a corporation, and that corporation has a board of directors, do you know that legally you have to have at least one female board of director per five people on your board? Mm. Like, what type of equality is that bullshit? Like, what does that mean? <laughs> oh, okay, I got a board of directors. Oh, one has to be a woman. or do you know that if you start a, a company or you have a company that people can call your company up and see what type of representation you have in terms of gender at your company and you got to answer them or you risk losing your license, you risk losing. So if you, they call you up and you have a company, say you have a cleaners, well, you probably have more women than men working. Say you have a company, a civil engineering company. Everybody opens it. You open up a civil engineering company. And you're 90% men, 10% women. They'll call you up. How many women work at your civil engineering company? And you'll be like, well, there's only one, but there's nine guys. They'll come into your company and they'll put, they'll put, they'll put pressure on you to hire more women or they'll risk taking your bullshit. Okay. Where's the equality in that? Yep, they'll audit you. They'll make sure they make it uncomfortable. You need you need to have some more women in this job. And then you start hiring secretaries. You hire, start hiring your mama, your daughter, everybody else. They'll call your company up. And if you don't have the representation, they're going to make it difficult for you. So um, this is what they this is what they want. They just want the outcome to be. They just want the outcome to be equal, which is not anything capitalism supports. That's actually going to be socialism. But women are naturally socialism. They're naturally socialistic, right? They want to socialize. They want to organize. They want to bring people together. And they want everything to be fair. Men are not that socialistic, unless you're a black man. 
All right, if you're a black man, you will want to try to, oh, let's get everybody together, let's organize, let's keep everybody equal, and we'll all have the same. No. I don't live in that type of world because I got to depend on you to eat. I'm not doing it. <laughs> okay. I'm not trying to depend on you to eat. And also, I know this is the problem with that mindset. I know when we're all doing the kumbaya and we're all eating off the same plate and we're all because what you're going to do is you're going to eat off the same plate, but it'll be paper plates. It'll be paper napkins that they bought at the dollar store. It'll be weak ass uh, plastic utensils. But we're eating the same, but there's always a ninja looking at me, looking at us like this here, right? There's always that one person at the grill while we eating off paper plates. There's always that one dude looking like this that's going to spoil it for everybody. See, that's the that's the thing that you don't remember. There's always that one that's watching y'all eat and sharing that's going to come and flip the whole table upside down. Right? So much for your equality. So much for everybody has the same. So much for we're working going into the same direction. There's always going to be that one young ninja that walk in there looking like this here. <laughs> and all it takes is one. Once you do that, he spoils it for everybody else or she. She spoils it for everybody else. There's always that one person that wants to not be accountable for their lives. They'll ruin their lives and then they'll expect to eat off the same plate you're eating on. And I say, look, man, I sacrificed to even get to this, to get potato salad and ribs. I, I, I deserve my potato salads and ribs. I didn't go out and smoke crack and go shake my ass. And I didn't have single baby, uh, babies out of wedlock. You did. But now you want me, you want to eat off my plate? Mm. All right. That's what people want. They want equality and outcome. And these are hypocrites. All right, let's get to the uh, contributions for the day. Never trust a person that says they want equality. In this world, you have plenty of opportunities. You basically got on in your hand all the information you ever need to be successful. Not only do you have the information, you have the tools to be successful. Right there, you can sit on the toilet and be successful right now. But no, you want equality outcome. And then when you don't get it, you want to take from the other people. Take their money. Tax them. Make them pay. Make them pay for my bad decisions. Make them pay for my early terminations of pregnancy. Make them pay for me being a crackhead. Make them pay for me being born a certain gender or race. Make them pay. Mm. Nah, hell no. Make them pay because he's a man. Make them pay. Huh? Somebody said I'm watching this on the toilet. Oh, well, that's too much information. And then when you pull back or you get your passport and you get the hell up out of here, they want to say, you can't leave us. Now, how the hell are you going to tell us to make you pay, make us pay? But then when we take our passport and we go overseas, which is not really overseas, I'm trying to tell y'all why. It's only overseas when you cross the Atlantic. What the fuck? Y'all barely going past the damn, barely going past the damn uh, Gulf. You're going to Mexico. I'm going overseas. <laughs> I'm going into the Dominican Republic. I'm going overseas. You puddle jumping from Miami. It's not overseas. Barely Brazil and Colombia is barely overseas. 
overseas would be that way. You know what I mean? Like over across the Atlantic, you know, that that's overseas. You're going over a Gulf or a Lake or a river. Mm. <laughs> oh my goodness. Anyway, why would be like, I'm going, I'm going overseas. No, you're not. <laughs> you're going from Miami to the Caribbeans. That's not the overseas. All right. Anyway, but then when these dudes go overseas, y'all want to ridicule them. You can't handle us over here. No, y'all to price themselves out the market with your delusion about equality of opportunity and your double standard playing. So you price yourself out the market. They want to go overseas. Leave them alone. Anyway. <laughs> All right. He said the Caribbean Sea is a sea coach. Okay. I mean, don't get too technical. I mean, is it? Are you going? What sea are you going over from Miami to the Cary Beans? What what's, what Cary Beans Sea are you going over? Let me look it up on the map. Is that the Atlantic? Uh, if we, if you say overseas, we're only counting over the Atlantic from here on out. I mean, actually, I know, I know, I know. I'm just making a point. If it's three four hour flight, I, what's the flight time? I mean, I've been to Miami to the Dominican a few times. What's the flight time? An hour and a half. <laughs> hour and a half from Miami to the Dominican. Yeah, two hour flights not overseas. We gotta have, we're gonna have to technically eliminate the carry beans and um even South America. We're gonna be like, that's on the same hemisphere. If you're in the same hemisphere, it's not overseas. All right, anyway. Yeah, it was an hour and a half. It was like the it was longer for me to get from LA to Miami. That was the long ass flight. I was like, it was five hours to get from LA to Miami. All right, where are we at here? Shout out to Moose Hepner. He said, shout out to Mr. Brooks, the barbarian. <laughs> yeah, man, he was the barbarian. He was not playing. G Money says 10-year-old ex found me. She has a kid and she's a busted Pillsbury biscuit can. <laughs> Dr. Dre is in the building. Thank you for the stock. I don't even know how to use that, by the way, on the Cash App, but I appreciate you. Somebody says, black men, stop going to South Sewer, please. I would be interested in that because I've been to South Sewer already, and I see, I already see what's going on there, but you got to understand there's certain, never mind. I'm not getting into it. Passport bros watching me like this. Say it. they like, say it, ninja, say it. <laughs> They'd be ready to snipe you down. Hey, man, BMT or M one MT, man, bring me on over there. Say it. Say it. We got a we got an argument for that, too. You waiting for you to slip. Now I know what the gang dudes felt about MGTOWs. They say one thing, and boy, them MGTOWs would be jumping down your throat. They'd be like, ah, we got an argument for that. That's, that's the passport bros now. They ready for you to slip. By the way, game dudes, y'all deserve y'all come up and. <laughs> All right. Dejan D says went to the Charger game on Saturday at the new home near the forum and parking was 80 bucks. Do you guys have similar rates? At the new Raider Stadium? Yes, indeed. Uh, but I always say parking is like parking is like paying for a hotel when you travel. Do not scrimp on the parking. And you probably park far away. You probably still had to walk your ass across Rosecrans in Manchester. All right, to get to the damn stadium. Hey, I don't scrimp on parking. 
I pay the parking fee. I do not. I yo. He says eighty eighty dollars. Dude, that was um. That was uh. That's cheap. I paid over a hundred bucks for parking, but I I'm parking close to the stadium, bro. I'm not trying to park out here, walk three miles in the hot ass sun with my football jersey on and shit. Slow ass people parking. Then you got to take a shuttle all the way to the stadium. Mm. Now it sounds cool when you're going to the game. But you forget after the game. Right? That's what you do not get. After the game is where you gonna get screwed. So you didn't watch the whole football game. You didn't drink eight Modellos. All right, you didn't eat eight hot dogs, cold ass garlic fries. You chilling. You yelling. You screaming. Some beating on your ass all day. After the game, you gotta go all the way back. You gotta hop on the shuttle. There's a big ass line. You got to go to the parking ride, ride back to the parking lot, take eight stops to get back to your freaking. He said garlic fries. Yeah, you need to walk that shit off. Hey, man. And then everybody shooting and stabbing people in the parking lot. Nah. <laughs> Breast naked. Parking. I be parking right up in the front. I ain't walking by. Uh, I want to get up out of there. Skirt. And I park right by the exit gate. Whatever lot I'm parking in, I'm parking right by the exit gate. Jump up in that mug, skirt, turn out, and I don't take the Porsche either. Yeah, you got to watch it. Raiders fans, you can't just be walking out, hanging out with them on the bus. They'll fight on the bus. So you want you want to go with, if, if you're going to the Raiders game, if you go with the, if your team playing the Raiders or you're going to the Raiders game, do not wait. Because them dudes done pounded Modellos and Coronas like crazy. The essays are, don't let them lose. Hey, you done went to the Raider game and the Raiders lost? I went to the Pittsburgh game. I went out to Western Pennsylvania and played the Ste- we played the Steelers and we whomped their ass. I was like, that's the best thing that happened to the Steelers. Because you don't want the Raiders fans, because we came out there rolling deep. We was out there, and we filled up half the stadium. The Pittsburgh people was like, where all these essays and ninjas come from? <laughs> it was like, these ninjas came out of nowhere. Tattoos all on their heads. That's the best thing about being a Raider fan, is if you're a fan, you cool with all the essays. <laughs> you try, you cool with the essays. That's the only time you cool with the essays. You be like, Odalei. Odele Vato, que pasa, and all of that shit. The essays be like, hey, essay. You'd be like, what's up, essay? Now, if you if you wasn't at the Raider game and you saw that essay out in regular situation, you'd be looking at it as like, oh, shit. Mm. <laughs> all right. You'd be like, uh-oh, he going to think I'm looking at his hyena. Definitely getting stabbed. <laughs> all right. But you got your, you got your Raider stuff on? You'd be like, <laughs> oh, my goodness. Shout out to the essays. They dropped us off by the essays, and they was cool. Shout out to Zero Fallout. He says they have never wanted equality. They have de-envy. He says they want all the privileges, but none of the responsibility. They want positions of power handed to them. They want to go wild without any backlash. 
That's what I'm tripping off of. They're like, we need a female vice president. Or no, 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 Joe Biden. Joe Biden, uh, we're going to get a vice president, but it's going to be a female and a black one. Mm. And then they gave it to that damn Kamala Harris. I mean, she was horrible. <laughs> she, that person, dude, she is a empty vessel. They literally gave it to her and hit her ass in the corner. <laughs> like, what the hell? That's what they do to all vice presidents, just so you know. Vice presidents are used during election cycles. All right. Nobody cares about them otherwise. So just when you when you always asking where's Kamala Harris, they do that. They bury all vice presidents. That's the one reason why nobody wants the job. Either somebody wants the job and they're like, oh, that's that'll be a cool job. Or but if they want to be the president, they'll never take the vice president job. They're like, hell no. So you're just going to be just somebody that they use during the election, which that's what they use Kamala for. But it's not unusual um, if a person's overwhelmingly big on the East Coast, they'll get somebody from the South or the West, mostly from the South. So take JFK and LBJ. JFK strong in Massachusetts. He's weak in Texas. They bring in LBJ to sew that up. All right. Or they're a moderate and they want to bring in a renegade ass crazy leftist. They'll they'll even it out. It's only for election. Uh, somebody said not Dick Cheney. Uh, Dick Cheney was the president. <laughs> George Bush was the <laughs> Dick Cheney was the president. He called all the shots. He showed up. <laughs> he showed up and George Bush was like, okay, what we doing? Dick Cheney was one of them was never going to be voted president. He was like, look, uh, you stand up there and don't mess this up. <laughs> He had the hand in his back like, bark, 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 bark. George Bush was like, George W. Bush was just literally like, yo, man, I'm down in West Texas. I'm out here chasing armadillo. That's all he wanted to do. And they was like, you got to show up and give a speech. <laughs> George W. Bush. Yeah, he was a figure. He wasn't no damn. If you ever met George, Dick Cheney, you would know real fast that he was calling the shots. <laughs> you knew there was no if, ands, and he was like, I'm going to just sit in the corner in the cut and move these pieces around. So if you ever was mad at um, George W. Bush's presidency, I'm, I'm saying too much. I'm saying too much. I don't even want to get in trouble. New, 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 new world order. All right. Uh, Salif says, I had the best grades in school on a state exam in my high school, but a Latina was selected valedictorian. Talk about equality. The girl herself told me she don't know why they chose her. Well, it, this is the world we live in. They're like, oh, wouldn't it be great? And they get your ass to agree to it. Wouldn't it be great if we had a woman? You were the better candidate, but, you know, you understand, you know, oppression in the 1950s. So sit back you're sitting there like what the fuck? uh and guys i've seen this in universities um being that i coached women's basketball we would have a position open or a head coaching position would open up in somewhere and a lot of guys coached women's sports so we would go over there and apply for the job they would literally be like we're hiring a woman or they'll be like specifically we're hiring a black woman for this forget it 
And that would literally be all out discrimination against men and black. I mean, they would literally discriminate you now nah. or an assistant position come up. Assistant coaching, you call up somebody, you know, and you'd say. Or you call you look up the racial, you look up the uh, gender or the racial makeup of the staff. And they would say you would look it up. You'd be like, OK, they have a male head coach. They have an assistant coaching position open. But the two assistants that's left are there's one man and one woman. You already know what they're doing. They're going to hire a woman. You call them up. Hey, should I put my name in that job? No, nah, don't worry about it. We're hiring a woman. And then the one woman that they have on the staff is white. You already know they hiring a black woman. So these are the things that happen in my profession. And I know a lot of you guys have that profession. That happens in your profession. That they are literally going to balance it out. And they literally will legally discriminate against a certain gender, mostly men. And then mostly black men, they discriminate against you right off the rip. How is that equality? When a guy is told you're going to waste your time by applying and putting your name in, don't even bother. How is that equality? It's not equality. And what they do want ultimately is they just say, we're just going to give these people opportunities because that's not equality. That's just basically power at that particular point. And they've gotten power because as soon as they get in there, then they actually are able to sway it the way they want. Van says, can you have an apprentice YouTube channel called The Gents? He maybe is your biggest fan. Oh, I have an apprentice YouTube. All right, shout out to you. Is that you? And that's you. All right, we're almost done. And then we'll be back uh, later today. We do have a couple more cash apps. Jones G just returned from Ethiopia, coach. Passport bros. I, them Ethiopian women, man. Is it Ethiopia that we're talking about? The Urit? What is those people, man? Hey, there's some beautiful women, man. Mm. But somebody told me not to even go that route. Mr. Big Bucks, number one stunner in the building. He says, says, do they want equal, equal do they want equal jail time? Yeah. When it comes to jail time, jail sentences. Women have a damn, they, you basically, women have an equal route to be able to get whatever they want. And they really don't. Habisha, not Eurisha. Uh-oh, Eurishan and Habisha. Yeah, they some beautiful, beautiful people. Beautiful. But. But I heard. This is not experience talking. I heard they can be difficult to deal with. They have a princess maybe mentality. But I tell you, man, I'll tell you, those Eastern African, oh, my. He says they are feminist or Muslim. Yeah, I think it, it, it's kind of like they making sure you can't win. You know what I mean? But they are gorgeous. Oh, that was Moose Locks had a Habisha or a Eurasian women. Somebody said they're on the spectrum, too. Uh-oh, y'all tell it too much. They get too much. Oh, God, okay, they get too much validation. I can see why, though. I mean, I've seen some in person. I've never dated one, but I've seen some in person, and I'm like, unbelievable. Right? There's not many that can rival that. There's not many people that can rival those people in looks. In my opinion, this is just my opinion. This is my opinion. All right. 
Um, and I'll show a picture here just in case you guys don't know. Uh, somebody says the the Raiders hired the first black woman team president in the NFL. Raiders, but Raiders are known for that. So the Raiders had the first female team president, which was a white woman. The Raiders also had the first black male, uh, the, the first black head coach. And they also tend to hire young coaches. So the Raiders don't, it's not a surprise that they would do that. The Raiders are the renegade organization in the NFL. Uh, NFL, if they wanted to, they would kick the Raiders out of the league. They probably done everything to screw the Raiders over, and that's just a, as a fan talking. Tuck rule. You know what I mean? Immaculate conception. Historically, I mean, uh, penalize. I mean, come on. I know it's. I know I'm a fan. Van says, oh, I got you already. All right, we got to wrap this up. Uh, Dr. Sue says the Atlanta Straggles website is agapeangel.com. What? Oh, that's her website? So she getting some hits. What is she selling? Peace League? She probably is selling a bit. All right. Is she selling a bit? Okay, we're almost done. Let me see. Make sure check demo and then we'll be done. Then I can wrap it up. Okay, we checked all the places. Appreciate it. Everybody, we'll be back for Monday Night Crimson Capsules, the longest running episodic program here on YouTube. Shout out to the coach gang. And we out of here, brothers. Oh, oh, hit the like button. Hit the like button. Peace. <laughs>